Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Attention everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah! But then he scores a basket even though he's not a wolf anymore. We're here with Tracy Jordan, who just recounted, by the way, the entire plot of the movie Teen Wolf. What? Oh, hold on, Tracy. My producers are telling me there is breaking news. How old are you? Seven. What do you think of No Cussing Week? Bullshit. Man. I'm completely single. I'm very intelligent. I'm great in bed. I make great money. Believe it or not, I'm a complete catch. There's nothing wrong with me. As a matter of fact, I'm one of the few men in the city that has nothing wrong with him. Expand on that. And now. I take care of problems with poop and farting. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday morning, the 21st of October. Of what? Of what? How would you of do what? that? What, are you do? You what is wrong that? with you? Wow. Are you new? I was happy with it, too. Are you new? No. Should I start over? Yes. Yes. Does Bean start his part first? or just uh, no. Start over. No. Start over with birth, because you've been screwing up, dude. <laughs> start over with the earth cooling. Unbelievable. Lord, Jesus Kevin. Christ, what a terrible start. It's Monday morning, the 21st of Rocktober. <laughs> It didn't feel as Are we a morning show or what? It's Rocktober. We know this. I know. Did you say the 25th at first, by the way? No, I said 21st. Did you? Yeah. Okay. How dare you? Hey, I make plenty of mistakes without you making them up. Okay. Calm down, Tone Loke. (laughs) I'm just, let's do it. I do have a little Tone Loke in the voice today. You do. You finally sound like you've always wanted. Working all week, nine to five for my money. How does that go? Is that how you I mean, you nailed it. I mean, ish. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Guys. I'm sick, and I don't like it. What? I'm telling you, it's It's for the birds. You know what? It's a perfect time, though. He's got like a couple weeks left. This is the time in the movie where he would cough into a handkerchief, and there would Mm -hmm. be blood. Oh, Oh, yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? And then he would pull it away, and he'd be like, oh, he's dying. Right. Right. He doesn't tell anyone yet. It's his own secret, because he's like, oh, no, this is worrying. Yeah. Yeah. And why do they always then put that handkerchief back in the pocket? I don't know. Throw it away. Because because they're going to need it again for the next time they cough up blood. But now you've got a big, like, blood gunk thing. Yeah, but your... the alternative to that is coughing in blood into your hand. This isn't the point. The point is Bean is okay. dying. Okay. I am dying, yes. My bad. He's way, leaving. I thought you guys were joking with the R.I.P. Bean thing. I didn't realize you were cursing me and I'm actually dying. Oh, we weren't dying. cursing. We're just calling it. Yeah. We're just predicting it. We hear things. You know, you hear about those people who uh, who work a long uh, happy life and then they retire and then they drop dead like two days later? <laughs> yeah, you're the... You're I'm the... going to be one of those guys. I know. No. I th- you know who I think you're going to be? I think you're going to be the cop who has one last day with his partner. Yeah. And then <gasps> on that last day, he gets oh. shot down. That's what you are. Last day death. Why are you so happy saying this? It's... You're like, and then... 
It's good fanfic for Kevin and Bean, to be honest. Guys, um, Bean's last day, I'm, died. I'm only, I'm only throwing it out, throwing this out there, and I think it's, I think it's too late to change the trajectory of the Titanic here. But should I be staying? I mean, am I making a mistake in leaving? I mean, oh, you think because I mean, you're. I mean, no. Is this my body telling me? <laughs> wow, Kevin, real quick. Is this, what? is this my body telling me you made a terrible mistake announcing you were leaving the show? Is what I'm asking. I mean, here's the thing about your body getting sick. Okay. It happens, mm-hmm. and there's but no. But not to me. It does, though. It hasn't for decades. Yeah, okay. <laughs> decades. Bean, you've got a huge move coming up. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of travel coming up, which mm-hmm. you get really anxious about anyway. Very much so, yes. You've got to sell, uh, what, seven, eight houses? Yeah, nine. Right. Um, right. They bought another one just to sell did it. Did they just to sell mm-hmm. it? They're weekend, like, I'll yeah. show Investment. you. You've got so much happening that it's your body's way of saying, hey, take a minute and slow down. You have often said my body is revolting, but this time I think you mean it, I Allie. I really do. Oh, I usually say your body is a wonderland, but yeah, similar. <laughs> I mean, do we even file it or murder file him? File it. I mean, can we do both? Sure. Okay. Guys, we have a very uh, big show today, and I promise the voice will work its way out as we uh, as we go deeper into it. But uh, I just oh. want to start with a mention because I didn't know I if mean, we... Gross. Yeah. Well, and I'm just saying... The voice will work its way out as I use it more. I just want to say, can we talk about Mike Posner for a second? Yes, Mm -hmm. please. 3,000 miles walking across the United States. Now, Mike Posner is an artist that we played here on K-Rock, Cooler Than Me. I think he's had a couple of other songs that we've had some uh, success with here playing on K-Rock. Super nice guy, Jensen. You know Mike Posner? I've met him. Very sweet. Seems like a nice guy, Mm -hmm. right? Seems like just a sweet soul. And I don't fully understand, and I guess this is my point. Look, look, look. It's very possible that this was a personal journey. This is something that Mike Posner did to prove to himself that he could do it. Some sort of uh, some sort of time for him to be in nature and think about things, and maybe he is enormously satisfied. But I feel like if you're walking three thousand miles, six months across America, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe you should accomplish something more than just go out for a stroll. <laughs> like what? Did, what is the result of this walk across the country? Uh, well, you know, he recorded music along the way, mm-hmm. and he put out mu- he put out like a record last week or two weeks ago with some of those songs. And I think it was kind of a mixtape that yeah. he had been listening to, though. Yeah, and also for inspiration, right? But recording in every every like he'd stop and then play for fans, and they'd record those too. Uh huh. Um, and write music along the way, which I don't know if he's released anything really new yet in that way, but. Uh, he, it was more of like a thing. I mean, the kid's Like a personal through, journey. Yeah, he was like a pop star at first, and then he, he started to look like a, you know, a mountain man, and then he released that Avicii song. I mean, he's went through a bunch of stuff. But what is the point of it? I don't think there's much. Kevin, what's the point but of walking 3,000 miles across the You country? forgot the biggest detail. I mean, maybe it's he just... He got bit by a rattlesnake. He got bit by a rattlesnake. Yeah. And run over by a car like four times. And it's almost really died. Been rough. Yeah. Um, why do, I mean, a lot of people do stuff like that just for, for the challenge of it. Why do you climb rocks? Why do you run a marathon? These are both, those are all questions I actually ask. So okay. yes. Yes. I don't know the answer. I, I felt like there was a story behind it, why he did it. Like his father had become sick or well, his possibly dad died. passed away. His yeah. father died and his friend Davici died as well. And he said this is something he'd been wanting to do for years. But I guess I just am not satisfied with he did it because <laughs> he wanted to. Okay. I see. I, so you just, wanted more payoff for it. Well, it doesn't I, matter what he wanted. I just, I feel like you should have accomplished more than just, okay, I walked across country. If you're walking across country, couldn't he have raised a, a $500,000 for children's cancer charity? He had to have done something in that. Yeah, you know what I mean? putting out different songs for every state. But he's saying, did the money go to something? Was there money? 
If, I don't even know that there was money. Yeah, maybe. Look, I'm not saying, why do you man? hate the fact that I he don't walked? Hate. Look, you're not required to raise money every time you walk. I'm not suggesting he's a bad guy because he didn't. I just am. I'm. I'm. It leaves this reviewer cold that I don't feel like there's uh, there's a payoff at the end of it beyond the fact that we see him standing on the beach at Santa Monica. Well, according to his website, the journey had a three part mission. Okay. One, enjoy my life and help others enjoy theirs. Uh, I mean, BS. I mean, right? done. Right. Two, be as authentic to other people as possible. And three... Don't need to walk across America to do that? Nope, sure don't. Help others to experience transcendence. What? Okay, he's just a weird hippie. He's a nut job, right? Uh, I, I mean, did. maybe he just wanted to clear his head, right? He's a nut job who walked across America. I did find a GoFundMe uh, where he raised $50,000 of a $100,000 goal, so he did not make his goal there. What does a guy have to do to make his goal? <laughs> but he, he did want you to know. America. He did want you to know I'm walking across America for myself, but I am walking across Arizona for Ronnie, who was one of his best friends growing up. He did release a 16-track mixtape called Keep Going. Right. It has Wiz Khalifa and Logic and Ty well, I mentioned Dallas that. Line. That's one of the things he listened to for inspiration along the way. But big deal. He could have released a, a mixtape from his apartment in Brooklyn. And, I and have we a mixtape just to clean my house. And yeah. we all know just, you know, releasing music in 2019 is a ton of You make a ton of money. <laughs> yeah. Ton of work. Ton yeah. of <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is why don't you turn around and walk back and do it right this time, Mike Posner. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Well, Mike Posner canceled. He did. We we do want him on the show to talk about this. He did sell all his belongings. Death Bean is really rude. He's. Yeah. I mean, he's dying. He's yeah. on his way out. Um, he did sell all his belongings okay? and donate I'm that fine. money to charity. He's okay. all of his belongings. Yes. Wow. Closet full of clothes. Well, I noticed he didn't have any clothes on the walk. Yeah. He, he's wearing shorts. He Jensen just told you that he was doing it and gave the money to charity, and you can come down on him hard. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. Mm. Just saying it. I'm sure he's relieved. Leaves this reviewer cold. That's all I'm saying. But good job, Mike. Let's have Muggs do it and have Muggs do it right. I like it. I like it. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Why do you keep rewarding failure? Kevin and Bean's last breakfast with Green Day. We have your tickets in the 6 o'clock hour. Mm. Mm. (laughs) There's also a uh, a basketball game tomorrow night Uh where the two local teams are kicking things off by playing each other. Trying which to local, shoot up. Which local team is she talking yeah, about? Yeah, which ones? Um, <laughs> I think you could have said it. I don't know if All I right. could have said it. So that's uh, how about the basketball game, right? Right. Uh-huh. And we have a suite, and we're getting, and we're going, and we're getting away tickets to see the game with us. Yes. I don't. You can't say suite. You can say like bigger area it's to a sit. Bigger a area to sit. Big yeah. room. Uh huh. Okay. I'm and you can't say can't say we're going. Oh. You can say some are going. S- some people yeah. are going. This is confusing. Yeah. 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 Uh, cheers with beer mug on the show today. Fantastic. Hey, yes. Excited about that. My favorite. Uh, um, we're going to take a look at NFL uh, week number seven. And we have a big surprise for you at nine o'clock. Ooh. An announcement. Very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Hey, Allie, what's happening on this Monday? Well, Bean, I know uh, you were sick this weekend, so mm-hmm. you probably didn't leave the house to see Downton Abbey like you've been saying you were for <laughs> like I might, months. I might surprise you. Did you? <gasps> no, but I mean, I might have surprised oh, you. Right. No, you wouldn't. Possible. All right. Well, guess what? It's not in the top five anyway. <laughs> However, it did become Focus Features' highest grossing film ever. It's brought what? in $88 million so far. Not bad, right? Sure. Kevin, you see any movies this weekend? I didn't. Oh, 
That's unusual. Yeah. It is unusual. Oh, only because you saw seen, a screener, a screener of Zombieland. I would have seen Zombieland, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Disney's Maleficent. Maleficent? Mm-hmm. Mistress of Evil. Topped the box office this weekend, but a pretty soft opening for that movie. It was a $185 million budget, and it opened at $36 million. Whoa. Just by comparison, the original opening of that movie, because this, of course, is the sequel, um, that was $69 million. Ah. Nice. But yeah, that seems like not what you want. Seems like they got a long way to go to make their, their dough back. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh, coming in second in its third week, Joker made $29 million. Zombieland, double tap, $26.7 million, landing in third place. And then coming in fourth, The Addams Family, rounding out the top five, Gemini Man. So not a big weekend for movies is what Gosh, I'm saying. Gosh, I love movies. Thank you, sir. It's great to know. Uh, hey, Jake Gyllenhaal, boy, does he love dogs. <laughs> Would you like to expand on nope. that? Okay. Just going to let you know different actors that like dogs okay. during the 5 a.m. What's happening? Yeah. I'm a Gyllenhaal head, just so it's out there. Are you? Yeah. He's great. I he's think he's great, too. Good in everything he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brings the heat. Well, Agreed. wait till you hear this story. Okay. It is delightful. So he's walking to New York City Thursday morning. He spots an enormous Dalmatian just standing terrified in the middle of a busy intersection. The dog was on a leash, but had gotten away from its owner, who was too small to control the bulky three-foot-tall animal. This article is written Mm -hmm. in the best of ways. Gyllenhaal, well-known as a dog lover. Is that well-known? Do we all know that? I didn't know until just now. the first thing I thought of. Jake Gyllenhaal loves dogs. Well-known as a dog lover. Left the woman he was walking with. I'm going to need more info on that, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stepped into flowing traffic, bringing the cars to a standstill. Just by his very presence. Like, as if Jesus parted the sea is basically what this article alludes to that I added myself. He calmed the dog down, led it back to safety. Witnesses say the actor even took a moment to talk to the terrified dog owner about different types of leashes that might prevent similar situations. Wow. Get a class. Can you imagine? He's like, ah, while I was out there saving your dog, I Googled a few of these leashes you could be getting. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it just needs to be a bigger person. Uh, Yeah, that's what it sounds like. (laughs) Get a smaller Uh, dog. (laughs) Yeah, get a smaller dog. You are tiny. Um, Apparently, Gyllenhaal has had several dogs, including a Puggle and a German Shepherd. Oh, that's the detail I'm looking for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, Jake Gyllenhaal stepping into traffic, saving a terrified Dalmatian. I get uh, I get very upset when I see uh, people often with their dogs out, not on a leash. That's crazy. It yeah. seems very dangerous to Nuts. me. Life can go wrong when your dog is not on a leash. Well, this dog was on a leash, but... Got off had... the leash. Well, no, the leash was... Yeah. yeah. Got off the owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Listen, you weirdos. Guys... Kanye West has confirmed that Jesus is King is going to drop on Friday. Oh, sure, sure. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody been, believe that? We've, we've, we've been fooled before. Hallelujah. It sounds good, though. It's really good. Doesn't it? Sounds really I'm good. I'm just so excited about this religious music that Kanye West is going to play. Yeah, no, I can tell. Nobody is. I legitimately am. I know, oh, and that is so weird is. to me. I really am. Why would you care? It's going to be so bad. I don't know. I, um, I have... I'm not a believer in the Lord, as you know, mm-hmm. but I do have an attraction to gospel music. I do, because it's uh, it's the greatest story ever told, and I think it can be 
Well, it is, and I, I think guess. It's and not I think, in music form. And I think it can be. I think it can be very uh, impactful if it's uh, if it's well done. Yeah, I mean, but look, we're talking about Kanye, Kanye West. West, right? Look, it's not Kirk Franklin. It might suck. Right. It might suck, but I'm I'm eager to hear. It. Okay. What if it's the best thing he's ever done? Yeah, Jesus is king. That seems unlikely. Wow. I'm what still looking forward to hearing if. it. If. Well, if you guys were wondering if his trademark Sunday service is going through, it was denied. So he had attempted to get exclusive ownership of the title for clothing, a ton of stuff, scarves, shirts, socks, dresses, footwear, everything. <clears throat> U.S. Patent and Trademark Office shut him down because apparently someone else is using the name and it would cause confusion in the marketplace. Yeah, I wonder if like a church is using it. I would think so, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, Very possible. So... How does he not think of that? How does he not go, a million people have to be using it? Yeah, you would think. I I feel like maybe a quick Google search. And now I can't have Sunday service socks. That's what you're telling me. That's what I'm telling you. First Taco Tuesday, now this. Right? What a bummer. Guys, some birthdays for you. Amber Rose, by the way, um, we never discussed her son's name. Oh. I don't know. What is it? Slash Electric. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Flash Electric. She's a huge, huge, huge GNR fan. No, literally. Oh, really? Like, she's tweeted about him for years, like, freaked out when they reunited. Electric is quite the middle name. It right? is. But Slash Electric. Okay. All right. Kid's going to be a superhero. <laughs> I hope. Sounds like a new Tesla model. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Judge Judy. That's baloney. No, it's It real. doesn't make sense. It's just your birthday. Uh, Ken Watanabe and... <gasps> The hot priest from Fleabag, Andrew Scott. Yeah! <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. How did we get into talking about which member of the staff we were going to eat in the event of a zombie apocalypse? That seems like pretty desperate conversation. Uh, well, Ruben, uh, during one of his Day in History bits, admitted that he has eaten people before, back in the days of caves and hieroglyphics in his childhood. And so we it quickly became who we would eat first from mm-hmm. the staff. Amongst you know? us, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, why are we going to need to eat eat each other? Well, that yeah. is a ground rule. Because so, I, do, I do feel like there's still food in the world. Well, that's not what's going to happen. Is it tainted? You know, we don't know. Well, is it okay? Because you, Kevin, wanted to know if it was a zombie apocalypse yes. or what the reasoning or was. Or desert island, very I, different. I see it as fallen plane, a live soccer team. Like I see okay. it as something has happened. We were all together, and now we haven't been rescued, and it's time to eat someone. Wait, uh, so are we soccer players? In this no, scenario? but I'm saying like we are the t- we we got flown somewhere to do okay. the show. Okay, we crash and we. It's been weeks. Okay. That's are we the only? Are we the only people around? Or can we eat other passengers we don't know? Yeah. What about a no, flight we were, attendant? Just us. Uh, no, it's just us now. Just us. We the, no. Yeah. Who we were flew the, only the plane then? We, pilots, but they were the only they, survivor. They and now because we waited so long, their meat is tainted. <laughs> Look, just go with the with the basis, which is which of us do we eat first? Yes. I need a backstory. Are we? In, are, is it possible we're in an elevator and the elevator is stuck and now we're all struggling? However, it works out. We no, need I, I wanted to be more desperate. I, I need. Okay. We are in the middle of nowhere. Okay, There's, so we're in the Andes. Yes, and somebody's got to go. And, yeah. Okay. Are we cooking them up or is it just raw? Uh, oh, well, great I know. point. Wow. Good question. Uh, yeah. Great point. I think you have the ability to cook them up. Okay. You know, we have to make the fire though. So <laughs> keep that yeah. in mind when Good you're deciding with that with us. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <This crew. laughs> keep that in mind as to who we eat because right. that would need we'd need someone 
So my thought is we have a little bit of time to plan because Jensen's going to off himself. Yes. Yeah. Jensen, Which, so at that's that your point, plan. I have immediately announced that I would kill myself in a zombie So apocalypse. at that point, but we have like plane, a week. But the plane, I might have a little bit of, uh, people are looking for us. We're not on the radio. A little hope there. Yeah, a little hope. So you don't want to kill yourself just in case we get rescued. Correct. Okay. So I am um, available for eating. I'll just go. I'll just <laughs> yes. go first. Okay. I'll just go first because we got to get the conversation started here. And I know this is a uh, this might be a uh, controversial uh, choice. Mm-hmm. I think I eat beer mug first. Okay, and mm-hmm. why? Why is that? And the reason twofold. One is there's way more meat on beer mug than anybody else. I mean, if we kill anybody else, we probably have to kill a second person in the amount of meat that we get off of beer, beer mug. Beer mug needs just to stop pointing where he's pointing. just pointing to his no. crotch saying right. there's more meat there. Right. Yeah. Pointing to his crotch and mouthing the words more meat here. Right. Yeah. Right. What I'm saying is beer mug, is, there's enough meat on beer mug to feed all of us going around twice. Okay. okay. First okay. Of all. all right. And the, and the second reason is because you always hear this, that... Um, that uh, the the taste of flesh is uh, is impacted greatly by the diet of the person <laughs> the, of the, of what the animal eats, okay. right? Right. Beer mug. That's going to be some sweet meat, you guys. See, now I disagree. Yeah, I me eat. Too. I oh. eat mostly healthy. I eat clean mm-hmm. as I can be. This man. He eats like French fries at six thirty in the morning. Yeah. It, it, he has disgust in him. But, but on a good note, you mm-hmm. get a meal and alcohol. Oh, right. oh, you do get buzz. Yeah, but, but also, yeah. like, like I, I can't really stand weed or whatever. So it'd be like eating an edible because he sure. smokes so much weed, and then he'd be yeah, so true. much more hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't eat but, mugs. That meat, I, that meat is tainted. Okay, but, but I'm right. just thinking not only not only the weed, not only the alcohol, but you get all of the sugar and all of the salt. I mean, I just feel like he would be delicious. Wow. There'd, be, there'd be a ton of them, and he'd be delicious. My choice is beer mug. He wants okay. your sweet and salty. Yeah, be- <laughs> all right. Uh, Omar, what do you who do you pick? Uh, Allie, I have to eat Allie oh, first. Thank you. Because uh, I think she's the cleanest out of the bunch. Because we uh, know Kevin is a stinky ass white man. Yeah. We know that. You know yeah. what I mean? Thank and, you. And, and, Jensen's really hairy. He's probably the hairiest of the bunch. Yeah, you got to get through a lot of hair. To get, get through, it's yeah. like a kiwi. Yeah. yeah. And then beans. <laughs> I, <laughs> I imagine biting into bean is like, you know when you bite into that fatty piece of meat because he doesn't work out? There's no tone in the Bean's gristle. body. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you're like chewing it for the rest of time. Absolutely. It, it's, it's just, it'd be like hell and ass. It doesn't break down or anything. <laughs> Ironically, that is why I would eat Kevin. Well, really? I love chicken skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What just happened? I feel like I feel like you'd be eating chicken skin. It would be great. I like gristle. What you just sold me on? Oh that's, my God. that's what I want from. Why a is that what you want? Because it tastes good. It's salty. It's like it's it's just, and I don't have to worry about like cholesterol or anything. I feel like that's what I'm going for. I'm going for all skin. But I don't think if you're in a situation where you're in the Andes and you're eating a human to stay alive, you're really concerned about your cholesterol. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That's why I, that's why I'm digging in. I'm, I'm trying to live longer, but still, the skin is the best. Omar, is part of the reason uh, is part of the reason you choose Allie is because she's a girl, so she's softer, and you think she might be easier to eat. Uh, no, no, not really. No, okay. no, no. I just think I don't so, like I, this. you know, no. it's, 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 I think uh, um, there's not that much hair to get through. Okay, uh, first of all, Thank and you, uh, you know, you. she chugs a bunch of water, so I think her Ooh. meat's getting you know kind of like uh, cleaned out. Good point. Yeah, okay. Okay. good point. <laughs> don't point at your crotch, Allie. Well, if you said meat getting cleaned out, that yeah. would be the okay. All right, I guess Allie, so. who, who you eating? Um, I have friends in Peru, so I'm just walking to their house. That's you're that's, not playing the game. Yeah, that's Boo. not right. Boo. Boo. Eat someone. Eat someone! Eat someone!
It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Next Monday, around 8 a.m., it's breakfast with Green Day, you guys. Uh, We are giving away tickets all week long here on the Kevin and Bean Show, including right now at 1-800-520-1067. If you want to be in the audience to help us uh, interview the band, also listen to the band performing live for you, then you need to be on the phone right now because this game is called, believe it or not, Billy Joe or Billy Joel? We have tickets to see Green Day. If you win, you can take your bet. Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? You'll see Green Day at the HD Radio Sound Space. Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? That is what you have to know. I know that their names are similar, Ally McKay, but what do you mean by Billy Joe or Billy Joel? Uh, Basically, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to read a lyric from a well-known song. Is it Green Day or is it a Billy Joel song? All you'll have to say is Billy Joe or Billy Joel. Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? All right, that sounds simple enough. And if you're right, you go into the drawing and somebody at the end wins tickets uh, entry to our breakfast with Green Day. Who's our first contestant, please? Um, Angie and Van Nuys. Good morning. Hi, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Angie. I'm going to read you these lyrics. You just tell me, is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? You ready? I'm ready. This time you've got nothing to lose. You can take it. You can leave it. Whatever you choose. I won't hold anything back. And I'll walk away a fool or a king. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Billy Joel. And I say you're right. Nicely done. It's as simple as that. Okay, so that was a matter of trust, by the way, by Billy Joel. Uh, still would, right, Allie? Oh, 100. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Angie is in the drawing. Who's next, please? Uh, next is Blanca. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Blanca, just tell me, is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? Hear the sound of the falling rain coming down like an Armageddon flame. A shame, the ones who died without a name. Um, Billy Joe? It is. Coming down like an Armageddon flame. Look at that. Two for two. Well done, ladies. All right, Anthony on La Mirada is next. Good morning, Anthony. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Anthony, is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? I'm walking down the line that divides me somewhere in my mind, on the borderline of the edge and where I walk alone. That would be Billy Joe. It is. Correct. I'm walking down the line. Three for three. This game is not difficult, it turns out. No. Uh, Ian in Monterey Park, good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Ian, just let me know when I read these lyrics if it's Billy Joe or Billy Joel. Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? She'll promise you more than the Garden of Eden. Then she'll carelessly cut you and laugh while you're bleeding. 
but she'll bring out the best and the worst you can be. Blame it all on yourself. Uh, Billy Joel? It is, wow. because she's she always a woman. You more than the garden of Eden. It's game is simple, you guys. Yeah, is, no kidding. Yeah, all the Billy Joel songs say New York in them, so that makes it really easy. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Ruth in Santa Ana. Good morning, Ruth. Hello. Um, Billy Joel looks like a pug, right, you guys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No question. Okay. Just what makes you roll on the same. And not place. a good looking pug. Yeah. No. Wow. This not is... like the men in black pug or whatever. <laughs> like a homeless sick pug. Right. That seems unnecessary. Well, we're just trying to clarify. All right, Ruth. All you have to do is tell me, is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? Here comes the rain again, falling from the stars, drenched in my pain again, becoming who we are. Billy Joe. Five in a row. I feel bad for all these people who got, went to the, pro, the the process of calling, getting in, getting on, getting it right, and only one will win tickets but they're in to join the with. I know, yeah. but only one will win. Be can look at anything negative. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I feel so bad for the people who won't win because they deserve it. All right, listen, five in a row, no pressure on Rick in Riverside. Good morning. What's up, everybody? How have you been doing on hold, Rick? I'm, um, I don't want to jinx it, but I'm five for five. All right. Okay. Okay. All you right. just jinxed it. All right, here we go. You got a nice white dress and a party on your confirmation. Billy Joel. All right. Nice white dress and a party on your confirmation. And knows is Billy Joel. Didn't even By the it. way, the best Billy Joel song right let's there. Do, uh, let's do one more, shall we? Okay. So David, we can have a clean sweep. David in Garden Grove. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning, David. Tell me, is it Billy Joe or Billy Joel? So go do what you like. Make sure you do it wise. You may find out that your self-doubt means nothing was ever there. You can't go forcing something if it's just not right. That would be Billy Joe. Look at that. Look at that. You guys are awesome Green Day and Billy Joel fans. Angie, Blanca, Anthony, Ian, Ruth, Rick, and David all in the drawing. Only one can join us one week from today for our Breakfast with Green Day. It's Kevin Bean's last breakfast. Who's our winner, please? The winner is David. David, the last person we talked yeah. to. Congratulations, David. All right, that's awesome. You got the ticket. Thank you. We'll see you at the breakfast, and thanks for playing the game. Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joe? Is it Billy Joe or Billy Joe? The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. It's Monday. There's plenty of bad news in the world, but every week at this time, we bring you great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for great news today. Great news. Guys, I'll start off the great news because I saw this story and the pictures and the video might be the cutest thing I've ever seen. But, of course, it starts out kind of a bummer because a little girl, a two-year-old named Braylon, was in a car accident with her mom and she is freaking out in the backseat. And two firefighters from the North Davis Fire District of West Point in Utah were the first on the scene and their quick thinking changed everything. When I walked up, she was screaming really, really loud. A quick-thinking firefighter saw her clenching bottles of nail polish. Something common that I can use to help her. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I just opened them up. 
The captain let Breland paint his nails. Then the battalion chief. And a lot of the colors she wanted was pink and purple. But I kind of got the feeling that she wanted to keep my hand pink and his purple. Now keep in mind, this was the first time Breland's done this. Their first time, too. Drying them this way? I didn't know that was a technique. A crying Breland calmed down. She just lit up. Every time she switched color, she would just let out this boisterous laugh. It's the cutest video. That. And let me just say, um, she's two. Boy, is she bad at painting nails. <laughs> I mean, the color goes all the way down to their knuckles. It's just all over the place. But you see these two burly firemen so proud posing with their fingernail polish. But it totally calmed her down. Both the firefighters are fathers. So they knew they had to do something quick because she was absolutely losing it. And it's just a sweet, sweet video. And now all she wants to do is go to grandma's and paint nails, go somewhere and paint. It's like her new thing. Everybody's so, like, we got to avoid her. Right? I have too much paint. What if she what? totally charged the guys after? She's like, that'll be $10. <laughs> what should we do to her mother for naming her Breelin, though? It's Breelin, and that, my friend, is a very Utah name. Oh, really? Utah, oh, Utah names are something spectacular, <laughs> yeah. and I appreciate all of them. But mostly, I appreciate these uh, two wonderful men from the North Davis Fire District of West Point. And that's my great news. Not going to lie, that's a good one, Allie. Yeah, That's thanks. a good one. You guys hear the story about, uh, you know, they've had uh, terrible flooding in Texas the last couple of years in the Houston area. There was a hotel in Beaumont, Texas that was basically underwater. There was one employee in the hotel, a 21-year-old part-timer who was the only person working at the Homewood Suites for 32 hours. Wow. He was the only guy taking care of all the guests. Answering the phones, cooking, doing dishes, uh, washing laundry. Wow. He did oh it my all, goodness. which is unbelievable that he didn't just walk out the door, right? Well, he got rewarded. A big night for the hotel hero who worked for 32 straight hours at Homewood Suites after Imelda's floodwaters rolled in last month. By the way, that guy is actually doing the news. What's happening? I am on television. That is a terrible reporter. It's uh, it. terrible. He's the anchor. He's no, the anchor. No, no, Guys, it's, it's Texas. Satchel Smith was all alone at the hotel, and the part-time employee smiled and went to work, taking care of dozens of stranded customers there at the hotel. Smith, a Lamar University track athlete, lost his car in the flooding after losing a car to Harvey as well two years ago. By the way, did you catch that? He lost his car in this flood, had previously lost his car two years ago in Hurricane Harvey. Uh, he just give up on the car thing. I am not giving him insurance. <laughs> and maybe move. Maybe move. <laughs> well, tonight, Smith was recognized for his dedication. State Senator Brandon Creighton led a ceremony, and Smith was given this new car, a 2013 Honda Insight. Okay, wow. now let me just say, a 2013 Honda Insight State Senator? Oh, you... I heard 2018. Oh, no, 2013. Oh. 2013! Oh, come on! 32 hours, the dude is the only guy in the hotel doing the work. You own a car lot. You can't find him anything other than a 2013. Look, I know it a new was car new. is new. Yeah, was it, though? Well, new to him? New sure. to him, yes. <laughs> I'm not trying to poop on this story. It sounds like you are. Yeah, but exactly the, what but you're why doing. Why is the car six years old? If That's you're going to give the brother a new car, give the brother a new car. He, of course, was very diplomatic and very happy about it, though. I was very overwhelmed. Like, 
I don't expect anything from what I did because, I mean, I was just doing it and I was just doing my job. Want to be a guest at the hotel while he was there, by the way, named Angela Chandler, said that he handled the situation with grace, kindness, and a beautiful smile on his face. I think he did a lot more than the rest of us would have done if we were the only employee in that hotel. And pick up the phone and go, what? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, cool stuff. That's my great news. Mine uh, is back in Utah. Oh. Oh. A Dixie High School senior is donating a school bus and supplies to a school in Mexico. He visited a small school when he was a freshman in high school in a town that I'm going to try and say, Pantamban, Michoacan. I think you nailed it. Positive that's not right. (laughs) He goes to the school. The kids have nothing. They don't have pencils. They don't have paper. And they they don't have a bus, so they live... At the school. It's too far to walk. Oh, man. They, their parents can't pick them up. So, basically, they go to school on Monday, and they stay there till Friday. Oh, wow. And then they go home on Friday and see their families. How <laughs> oh. you're an awful human being. Okay. <laughs> so, this kid who's a freshman in high school in Utah sees this, and he's like, this is not fair that I have what I have, and they don't have anything. Yeah. So, he spent his entire high school years, all four years, raising money for a bus Took his family, they drove to Minnesota and bought a huge bus. It's a school bus. And then spent the rest of the time filling it up with supplies. Oh, my gosh. And this Christmas, he's going to drive it down to the border. The school's going to meet him there, and they're all going to go down to the little school, and he's going to donate the bus along with all the items. And this is a senior in high school now? Yes. Now, Four years he's he been doing He started this when he was a freshman. Wow. I was throwing rocks at my neighbor, Robbie Joyner. Yeah. This guy's so much better than me. All of us. So he, he tried to raise money. He tried to raise 5000 He raised more than that, of course. Got the bus, filling it with supplies. And um, his mom said something at the end that I think is really amazing, and that's why we do this feature. I think if everyone everywhere did just a small gesture that our world would be a better place. And I agree. And that's my great news. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, KROQ. There's a game that you can play. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. With a uh, round Round ball. ball. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Gotcha. And and you would throw it up higher than Mm -hmm. you. Uh huh. And then it would go in a cylinder. Yes. I think we're allowed to say basketball, Kevin. We can say basketball. Oh. That would have helped a lot yeah. if I knew that before. Professional basketball teams competing against one another to open a season tomorrow night at Staples Center. That's what we're giving away. Tickets oh, at 1 800 520 1067. The game is called Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams are made of these. <laughs> Ran out of steam there, didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) We criticized, but it's too long. He was strong at first. You are are hosting. I heard something about movies there. How does that tie into a professional basketball association? Well, I'm a basketball head as well as a movie head. Mm -hmm. And basically, I'm mixing the two. So the idea being, I give you the description of a player who was once in a movie. And you tell me the player in which I'm describing. It's not necessarily the two teams that we're giving away tickets for either. Couldn't say their names anyway. Right. Yep. But basically, uh, you tell me the name of the person I'm describing from a movie he was in. Hoop dreams. Let's give it a try. All right, let's start with Carlos in Fontana. Good morning, Carlos. Hello. Hey, Carlos. Hey, Carlos. Here we go. I'm good. How are you? 
No one asked. asked. No one asked. <laughs> Listen uh, up. All right, here we go. When <laughs> fleeing from bullies, a young boy named Max runs into an old warehouse and bumps into a magical boombox. And as a result, he manages to release Kazam, a seven-foot, one-inch genie who's been held captive for thousands yeah. of years. What is it? Shaq. Shaq, Shaq is correct, is. yes. Shaq it is. Hoop dreams. Apparently, Carlos is in a hurry. He will not let you finish the question, but he is in the drawing. He was slow to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Erez in Woodland Hills. Good morning. Morning, party people. Hello, Rez. All right. What fan favorite, standing seven foot three inches tall, finds himself in John Wick 3, trading punches with Keanu Reeves in a library? But it wasn't the first time this giant was in front of a camera. He once said this classic line in a local Texas car dealership commercial. This sound system is awesome. Who is the uh, the NBA big man? Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Ah, he plays for the Cavs and the Lakers. Ah. Neither wow, of those. Neither of those. That was Bobon, baby. <laughs> Bobon. Bobon. Sex symbol. Tolson's favorite player Did ever. Did you say sex symbol? Yeah, heartthrob. Bobon. Let's go to Daniel in Fontana. Good morning, Daniel. What's up, party people? Hey, Daniel. This all-time great played a pilot in a 1980s comedy classic that took to the skies and had him argue with a young boy about how hard he played every night. But also, he was playing himself. Not really, though. Anyway, that's hard to explain. But not as hard to explain as his role fighting Bruce Lee in Game of Death in 1978. I will accept either of his names. So what highest scoring player of all time am I talking about? Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hoop dreams. He should get uh, two entries, by the way. Uh, that probably, both names. Not how it works. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Mike in Corona. Good morning, Mike. Morning. Hey, Mike. What rebounding legend starred in a hardcore action movie alongside John Clan Van Damme called Double Team in 1997 while he was still an active NBA player and league leader? He uh, has a very classic line read. Let's hear it. The best defense is a strong offense. Oh, very good. He's sporting green hair in the film, but you've seen him in just about every color. Who's the NBA actor? Dennis Rodman. That is Dennis Rodman. Nicely done. Hoop dreams. Are very any of these movies worth seeing? No. Oh, no. Airplane. Airplane. Oh, airplane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw okay. a very different double team. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should stop googling. <laughs> Let's uh, go to Jeff in Los Angeles. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good. 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 Here we go. Uh, he's best known as the all-time leader in three-pointers made, well, until Steph Curry eventually demolishes that record. But he also starred alongside Denzel Washington in the 1998 Spike Lee joint He Got Game as Jesus Shuttlesworth, a top high school prospect being recruited by colleges. It's never too hard to play a basketball player when you're a basketball player yourself. But who did it pretty well in this flick? I'm going to say Ray Allen. It was yes. Ray Allen. Hoop dreams. Very, Very good. He surprised himself. Yeah, no kidding. We are uh, playing for tickets for tomorrow night's game in a suite at Staples Center to see two local professional MB- Oops, two local professional right. basketball teams right. play against each other. The game is called Hoop Dreams. Who's our next? And contestant? four or five of us are going as well. We're yeah. Share, yeah, share the suite with you. Yes. Uh, next up is Jesse and Walnut. Hey, party people. Hey, Jesse. All right, here we go. The movie My Giant was inspired by Billy Crystal's real-life friendship with Andre the Giant, who he met on the set of Princess Bride. But when Andre passed away, Billy turned to this basketball player, the tallest to have ever played in the NBA, to portray his sidekick. This was his only movie, but he does briefly appear in Eminem's Hi, My Name Is video as a ventriloquist. Luckily, you don't have to spell his name, but what's the tall player I'm talking about? Uh, Is it like Marusin? Marusin? 
It's said differently. It's I mean, honestly, I will give it to the, him. If, the, the, I'd say give it. It's to him. George Mirasan, but he got very, very close. I'm going to say give it to him. I say it. give it to him. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Give it to him as well. There's no way I would have gotten that one. No, no, that's a possibility. That's a, that is a deep cut. Wow. All right, let's do one more. Okay. How did he do that? All right, let's go to Douglas uh, in LA. Good morning, Douglas. Good morning. Just FYI, we've had eight or nine calls on the screen, and next to it, it says what team they're into. They're all into the same exact LA team. Oh, are they? Not of the one that's the stepson. They all, they <laughs> all like the better, not more your successful. Team, not my right. team, is what right, I'm right, right. Okay, here we go. I think that's true in general. Well, that's sad. In what I hope will be the only movie ever inspired by a Pepsi Max commercial, what NBA All Star donned old man makeup in order to play Uncle Drew in 2018 and co starred with Tiffany Haddish, Little Rel Howery, and JB Smoove? He isn't sure the earth is round, but he did star in this movie. What Hooper am I talking about? Oh, boy. Uh... He's a flat earther, if that helps. He believes the earth is flat. If that helps you. Not round at all. Does that help you? The earth is not. Okay. Not, that's not, not it. like a ball. Kyrie Irving? Yay! Yes! Yes! Like you help him. You gave him just enough time to Google. <laughs> Ooh, there's no way he knew that. How did he I come up with that? Impressive. Uh, Google, baby. I have to tell you that uh, we have some real basketball heads on the line. Uh, Carlos, Daniel, Mike, Jeff, Jesse, and Douglas all in the running. Only one will join us in the suite tomorrow night at Staples Center to see these two teams kick off. The 2019-2020 season. Who's our winner, please? Congratulations, Jeff. Yeah! Jeff. Congratulations, <laughs> Jeff. Hello? Oh, is he, you is right, he, Jeff? Is he excited? Yep. Do you need help? What's going on? What's going on? Should we call the authorities? <laughs> what? Okay, we'll, we'll see you oh, tomorrow. He's going to be a lot of fun to be in that <laughs> street with. Hoop dreams. K-Rock. Muggs, you go to uh, which bar for Cheers? Oh, my bar. My favorite bar in the whole wide world. O'Grady's, Granada Hills, California. And it is the dive of dives, let me tell you. Great, th- great people. And, <laughs> oh, and we're about to hear some of them as oh, well. Yeah. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you... He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. So, how did you come up with this topic? The topic on the nice lacquered oak countertop this week was scariest Halloween movies because tis the season. Plus, he asks people who are drunk to, to explain the scariest part of the scariest okay. movie. Yeah, it, okay. gets, it gets good. You know, uh, new characters walk into the bar every day and just the best answers come out of their mouths. Mm-hmm. Invisible Kid because it was PG and it had Bush in it. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> that's quite a start. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's quite a start. Right? Invisible Bush. <laughs> Invisible kid. Cabin in the woods, because that bird flew into that wall at that one scene. Cabin in the woods. I don't think I've ever seen that, but that was the scariest moment out of that? No. And it was your favorite <laughs> Halloween movie. Uh, boobs. Is that a Halloween movie even, or are you just... What's your favorite scary movie of all time? That guy was just looking across the bar. Yeah. Boobs. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's not a Halloween movie. Yep. No. The Shining. What's the scariest part of that movie? When he's trying to break into the bathroom. Here's Johnny. Yep. What about you? Favorite scary movie of all time? Nightmare on Elm Street. What's the scariest thing about Freddy Krueger? The fact that you can't control when he's going to come. She's not. What? Whoa. She's uh, not drunk. 
No, she's that told, strikes me. Totally sober. Her and, and the shining girl. You can control when he comes because you just well, stay awake. So boom. But yeah, but you can never stay awake. You can you eventually fall asleep eventually, no matter what. You yeah. No, you it. don't. You just kill yourself. No, but oh, right. <laughs> well, that, yeah. well, that is my yep. theory. Yeah, that's true. You don't know when it's gonna happen. It's unpredictable. And you're just left, like, scared the whole time because you just don't know when it's going to happen. Marjorie, you just look at her like, oh, my God, she's making sense. I can't. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Curtis, scariest movie of all f- time. Video of my wedding. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the scariest movie of all time is Poltergeist 2 because of that old, weird, creepy dude. Oh, yeah. Scarier than Poltergeist 1? Way scarier than Poltergeist 1. A house of a thousand cars for Rob Zombie. The very end, the scene. Dr. Satan? Dr. Satan, when the girl escapes, I think it was the trippiest ending. And it was scary, it was creepy, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, it was awesome. Was that just like a piano player Mind starting? you, it's karaoke night. Oh, okay. oh, he didn't tell us that. <laughs> yeah, all right, That's okay. an important they point. Be I think singing it was the trippiest ending, yeah. and it was scary, it was creepy, and I'm not going to lie, it was awesome. Dr. Satan! Dr. Dr. Satan. Hannibal coming home. Hannibal. Hannibal. So. A- Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle. The doll. Yeah, that one. <laughs> what, what, was, uh, what was the scariest part of that movie? The doll. This is a great conversation. I just Woo! wanted to listen to this all day. It's the doll. It's the doll. What's the scariest part of the movie? The doll. Wait, what, what was the scariest part of the doll? It feels like it's staring at me. It feels like it's going to approach me at night. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. Once is the only person who's drunk in this. Yeah, what's going on? You, you know, tell us. I think these people, the more they drink, I think just like the more coherent they get. And it's just op- I just like opposite state. Yeah. Hmm. That's not the case. Yeah. Probably I true. usually like dolls like, you know, but not that kind of doll. Oh. I think, I, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yep. I hope so. What's your favorite best movie horror movie of all time? Horror. What is your favorite horror, best movie of horror of all time horror? <laughs> Say that again. Best horror movie of all time horror. Best. Careful of my collarbone. <laughs> best horror movie of all time. Oh, man. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street 4. I, I, oh, man. Th- Why 4? Okay. This has to. Okay. This what? has to be the reason I'm into BDSM. Oh. Um, sir? Wait, were you talking about the exorcist? <laughs> when Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Wait, bring it back, please. You asked him his favorite Halloween yeah. horror movie, and then he said, "This is probably the reason I'm into BDSM." Yeah, and then I and then I follow up with, "We'll get to it." Yeah, hold on. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street Four. I uh, oh man, Th- why four? Okay, this has to. Okay, this has to be the reason I'm into BDSM. <laughs> wait, were you talking about The Exorcist? When Freddy Krueger <laughs> and Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Wait, you want to do it again? What? No, wait, no, what? He's asking if you want to do it again. Wow. Should we retake that? Holy because holy. I don't feel like it's going well. What the hell? What, what the f*** happened just happened? What? Okay. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 4. He takes this girl. He pulls all of the veins out of her and controls her like a puppet. I think that's the reason I'm into BDSM. Oh. What did you say? I'm not, no, I'm I sorry. think that's the reason I'm into BDSM. <laughs> Oh my God! He said that like six times, <laughs> and Muggs is just putting it together. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on! Did you just see me or something? Whoever was doing uh, "Every Rose Has a Thorn" in yeah. the background was pretty Kinda good. Kind of killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. 
It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, what's happening on this Monday? Guys, I need to play you something because it's Monday. It's a bummer. We're all back at work. Ugh. Maybe you spent all weekend yelling at somebody on Spectrum. That was just you, I think. Trying to get your DVR squared away, and they're like, oh, no, we fixed it. Then you're like, no, it's totally broken. Now it's ticking. Is that a problem? Anyway, maybe you're one of those people. (laughs) I know I am. And you need something to lift you up. Well, the Washington Capitals have a little hockey team, and literally little. They're the mites, mites on ice, that come out and play in between periods during the intermission. So there's no break in the action. You go right from NHL hockey into seeing the little guys. And mites, it's like the peewee squirt band. Now, are these dwarves or are these children? No, these are children. (laughs) These are children. Well, you hadn't said. We don't know. Some of the kids could be dwarves. You don't know that. It's hockey. They're called mites. Yeah. And then you've got squirt and peewee bantam the levels. Sure. Only my brother played hockey growing (laughs) up. Okay. Anyway, point is, they then introduce the mite of the night, and they do a little interview with the kid. I love this kid so much. And it shows the kid up on the Jumbotron. You're about to fall in love with this little nugget of a human. He is perfect. His name is Jackson. Behold the might of the night. All I wanted is to have some speed and have fun. Hockey, always remember, hockey's not about winning. It's always about fun. It's Ovechkin and always I have a tarantula named Michael. He's a curly hair. He just had two crickets on Monday, one on Sunday. He has a big appetite. Yeah! I'm like seriously excited. I'm kind of shy, but mostly excited and courageous. All I wanted is just like shoot as hard as my as I can and go as fast as I can. Yes, I know everybody, my hockey team, mom and dad. I just love you so much, everybody. Please, God bless everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, my heart melted. You guys, he talked about his tarantula, Michael, mm-hmm. just and. In between everything, the woman, the in-studio or in-arena uh, host, just was, like, clutching her heart because <laughs> she, she was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh, I'm courageous. <laughs> L- listen to it again. <laughs> the whole thing? Just see if you can... All if- I wanted is to have some speed and have fun. Hockey, always remember, hockey's not about winning. It's always about fun. I like that he's like, he's telling the whole arena right, that. Yeah, right. And he they're wants them cheering. To know. And then you can see him get excited when people <laughs> cheer for him. It's Ovechkin and always I have a tarantula named Michael. He's a curly hair. He just had two crickets on Monday, one on Sunday. He's recapping what he said. <laughs> he sure is. He has a big appetite. Yeah. yeah. I'm like seriously excited. I'm kind of shy, but mostly excited and courageous. All I wanted is just like shoot as hard as my as I can and go as fast as I can. Yes, I know everybody, my hockey team, mom and dad. I just love you so much, everybody. Please, God bless everybody. <laughs> you guys, what a little hero. Kids are stupid. No, <laughs> that's not the point. He's the best. He's the sweetest little kid. Oh. And I love how he pronounced Ovechkin. Yeah, Ovechkin. That's not how you make America great. <laughs> oh, screw you. You're you're not even from here. I watched that about ten times. Oh, my gosh. Time. I love him so much. Yeah. And she, there was no way to corral him no. in any way, shape, or form. You just got to give Jackson the mic. Let him run. And let him run. And it just delighted me to no end. 
Guys, that's because he's a douchebag. We are not saying <laughs> nope. that. He is a child and he's wonderful. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Children are terrible. <laughs> Sir, that's awful that you've said it before and you felt the need to repeat it. I don't like it. Guys, you know who isn't like the NBA? Um, isn't like the that's NBA? That's a pretty open-ended question. <laughs> Everyone else? Like you know, the, the whole, like, China? you know, bowing to China situation. Right. Oh, gotcha. okay. okay. Yeah. Right. South Park. South Park. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yes. one. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Oh, okay. He is not recutting his movie for Chinese release. Um, he has no intention of recutting it for China. He's taking a stance of take it or leave it in the wake of Chinese regulators pulling the film from the schedule a week before its release in the country, October 25th. It was announced Friday that the Chinese release has been put on hold because of the way that um, Bruce Lee was depicted in a fight between him and Brad Pitt's wow, character. Wow, they're picky. Yep. Um, apparently, it was his daughter, Bruce Lee's daughter, Shannon, that filed the complaint to China's National Film Administration about the depiction of her father. And Quentin Tarantino's like, that's cool. I'm not, <laughs> don't show it. What are you going to do? It's fine with it, yeah. Right? By the way, uh, the studio that put this movie out is probably going, hey, that's hundreds of millions Absolutely. of dollars in box office. Absolutely. Uh, What's Bruce Lee's daughter's name? Uh, Shannon. Shannon! Get pizza! He had to set it up himself. That was... Shannon's uh, pizza's here. Very organic. an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I say, I just say kudos for not bowing to somebody that... It's so stupid. Like, it's not even a political thing. It's... You don't like that Bruce Lee was kind of a dick in the movie. Right. Stop it. Insane. Spoiler alert, did not fare well in a fight. Yeah, don't make me side with Tarantino, you guys. I mean, he is somebody who you feel like is is true to his art, though. Yeah, agreed. You know, like, he's not going to make an edit to make somebody else happy. He wants to make his movies the way he makes his movies. Right. I mean, there's still feet in those things. Right. Yeah. People have been calling that out for years. He's like, nah, man, I love it. Yeah, Keeping those feet, feet in. I'm actually going to do a movie of just feet. Feet are the stars. <laughs> I'm going to put mouths on them. <laughs> Draw them on. <laughs> he, I watched that. He totally doubled down. People were like, stop it, perv. And he's like, no. No. This gets my job, man. This is what this is what I do. That's amazing. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. Some birthdays for you. Amber Rose, Andrew Scott, Ken Watanabe, and Judge Judy. Not interested, sir. Um, uh, ma'am, and I apologize for wishing you a happy birthday. (laughs) And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Hey, uh, before we talk about some bad advice that uh, that Beer Mug has recently received, um, Jensen, it's yeah. Monday, yeah. and I know that's a very big day for you. It's a big day for wrestling. It's Monday Night Raw, and so I have been bringing in things in from my life into uh, Kevin and Bean here from wrestling, and I've realized it's very difficult to explain most things. Yeah, this is ridiculous, yeah, too. Yeah, so I'm just going to give up, and this is a feature we'll do on Mondays. It's just out-of-context wrestling quotes that I find. Now for Jensen's out of context wrestling clip of the week. I was messing around trying to have a little fun with you last Friday on SmackDown. That is until I saw the way you looked at me like you wanted a piece of this. And that was Jensen's out of context wrestling clip of the week. That's it. Love it. Yeah, that's, no need for explanation. That's how you proposed to Danielle, too. Very similar, right? Piece of this. Piece of this. <laughs> All right, Muggs, how's the shoulder? It's four weeks into the healing process. That means uh, two more, two to four more weeks of full healment, if that's a word. No, that nope. actually totally makes None sense. Of that. It's yeah. not. Full, but we know what you're saying. Are full. they? They still have you on a lot of pills. It seems. Yeah. Literally. Okay. <laughs> I gotta wean, gotta wean off myself off those. But yeah, and the entire time, I appreciate everybody's well wishes and good advice. But people are giving me the, like advice on how to take care of my collarbone and how to get to heal faster as if I hadn't gone to the doctor and as if I hadn't talked to any medical professional. And it's it's kind of annoying. I'm not going to lie. I mean, people do, when they see that, they go, oh, what happened? Oh, broke yeah. collarbone. Oh, here's what I do. And they just, mm-hmm. they're trying to help. Yeah, they're yeah. trying. But they're, like, the, the, the ones that get me are like the ones that kind of like, I don't want to scare you, but you're probably <laughs> going to need surgery and you're probably mm-hmm. going to need pins and screws to reset. I'm like, actually, the orthopedic surgeon told me that I'm not most likely not going to need surgery. Mm-hmm. No, but no, you're going to need it. And if you do, you got to keep your arm a little higher. No, that the, the, he did also they, did. They stay at a Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah, that might be it. Same so, people. and it's just all this thing. Like, I, you know, I walked in when I was doing Cheers with Beer Mug uh, in a sling, and the guy's like, some guy comes up, he's like, dude, you need to put your arm higher. You need to you need to roll your arm higher in that sling because it's not going to heal. I'm like, well, actually, the orthopedic surgeon told me that I, I should keep it at a 90 degree angle. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, I'm just telling you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's just There's like so many people it's just like that. Enough already. It, oh, Grady's is a place where a lot of doctors hang out. They right? do. Yeah, yeah. I know yes. that from Cheers. <laughs> Post ops. Uh, with new with a new baby, it seems like people want to give us advice all the time. Oh, sure. And we mostly, well, because there's only one correct way to raise a child. Clearly, and we mostly just run away. And it's a major reason we don't put our baby on social media, so that people could be like, "That's the wrong crib," you know, like things <laughs> that baby parents shaming us. But the one that I remember the most, as far as bad advice I've gotten from someone, my mom used to date this real d bag. And I had I was going through a breakup, and uh, I was sad about it. And I was like, you know, she's asked for time, you know, on her own so she could think about things and da da da. And he's like, oh, that's yeah, that's tough. You know what my suggestion is? You should go to her place. Just go to her place right now. What? And I was like, what? She wanted time alone. alone. You should just go to her go ha- to her house. <gasps> and I was like, wait, no, that's Stalk a, her. That's a bad thing. And he's like, no, you show up and you just you knock on the door and then you can talk to her. It puts her in a situation where like she sees you and it, and I was like, she can't get away. This is a terrible oh, idea, that's sir. No. Awful this advice. is awful. Oh, and I, no. Did he say take rope too? <laughs> I mean, I duct tape. Uh, <laughs> no, but he really didn't like. I didn't follow his advice, but he was sure it would have helped. And I was like, oh, sir, this is you're dating my mom. This is awful. Mm. And luckily, it was only like a year later they broke up. But yeah, he was showed... it Bean? No, it was not. <laughs> Would that be awesome? Harold Dean and Bean? No. <laughs> it sounds like a comedy team. Actually, Harold I think we Dean found out. Bean. I think we found his UK show. <laughs> Harold Dean and the Bean. All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take your phone calls on uh, getting bad advice. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Allie, you have an ongoing problem, and you get 
Probably more advice than anyone. Yeah. If I if I ever mention that I get migraines, which I've gotten migraines since I was 16 years old. My mom had migraines. Her four sisters had migraines. My mom had a brain aneurysm. Like, it's, it's got a lot of head problems in my family. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Obviously. What? But mine are completely hormonal. I know exactly when I'm going to get that migraine. Again, hormonal. It's my period, guys, is what I'm saying. I, I always think we know. Get that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I will get, and everyone is very nice. They really think that they're helping. Everyone means well. But mm-hmm. trust me, I've been dealing with migraines since I was 15. I've done it all. I've been on every prescription. I've done the acupuncture. What about I've Imitrex done the meditation. I'm on Imitrex and Matriptan. Okay. I have done it all. I've done the massages. I've done the different foods. I've I've done everything short of a lobotomy, which I've got an appointment next uh, some week. Some people so. might think you might, you might <laughs> help the show. I don't think you should discount that, Allie. Okay. Yeah, I really right. don't. I'm yeah. just, let me jot that down. Maybe a head transplant, too. Oh, I feel like wow. that's mean. I mean, it did step over the line right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Into meanness. Yeah. Just anyway. meaning you get a different brain that way. No, you're saying a different face. I understand. Well, I mean, wow. that would just be a side benefit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so you got advice, and it may not have been the best advice, and you followed it. Did you ever follow any of these, or you just tell them, I've already dealt with them for so long? I've done, I'd say, most of them. I don't think there's ever been one that I went, oh, that's an interesting one. Could it happen? Maybe. Did you do Botox in your scalp? I have done Botox in my head and in the back of my neck, so that was fun. Excedrin migraine? Yeah. Okay. Just There's so, nothing anyone can suggest that keep, you haven't thought yeah, of or tried. We should keep giving your We're good. We're good. <laughs> Lobotomy. I can't again, remember, um, yeah. again, bad advice that you were given, 1-800-520-1067. I can't remember who it was who said to me, the smart money is buying stock in Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, Twitter is the future. There'll never be a world where Twitter doesn't make money. If you could get it on the ground floor, you'll be set for life, Bean. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me that. I can't, I wish I could remember who that was. Well, that's why you're retiring. They but were I, very I, excited I, for all you, though. That I am money. retiring despite all the money I think I owe my Twitter stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I did go all in on Twitter, feeling like there was no way it was. Look. The president is on it. How can it not make money? Needless to say, it hasn't made a dime. Needless to say, I'm still down like thousands of dollars on Twitter. You're a loser. Indeed. So we're all we've all been given bad advice, I think, is what we're taking. So one eight hundred five two is what we're saying. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. What's the bad advice that you were given by somebody who didn't know any better? They were trying to help, but they kind of steered you wrong. We'll take your calls next on K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Alex in Los Angeles. Good morning, Alex. Hey, good morning. We are talking about you took some bad advice. What was it? So I actually gave bad advice. Yes. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. I told a friend who was going on a first date uh, that it would be a really good idea to pull her car over in a back alley, hop in the back seat, and hook up to Back That Ass Up by Juvenile. So wait, when, um, when is the bad uh, advice? Real, that's a all, solid plan. All, all so good far. so far. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, well, she came back and she was like a very innocent person. And she oh. was like, Alex, I felt really slutty. And um, I don't think the guy ever wants to see me again. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's, a, that's all on the guy, though. That's his problem. The girl did the right thing. Sure. We're yeah. saying that was good advice by you. Good advice. Yeah. yeah. You can't make all your friends heroes. You know Alex. what I mean? You can only suggest it. <laughs> Alex, was was your friend you? You can tell us. Yeah. Let us know. 
No, I mean, obviously I would have given myself this advice if I could have, but I wasn't getting any dates. Thank you, well, Alex. You keep doing what you're doing, Alex. We appreciate <laughs> Alex, you so an much. American hero. <laughs> Thank you for the call. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. It's Halloween. Let's go trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treat. Let's go. People are well-meaning. They're trying to give you some good advice, but you take it and it turns out that it was wrong, wrong, wrong. You know, there was a guy on the radio once who said, if it's raining, you should speed up. You should drive as fast <laughs> as possible because that way you're on the road for less time. You remember that guy? Yeah, that guy's yeah. very logical. Yeah. That is the same guy that the 626 is calling out. Some guy on the radio once told me I should, during a presidential election, vote for comedy. Well, I did. And that guy won. Oh. oh. Thanks, Kevin. Um, that guy also tells you to get as fat as possible before your wedding. <laughs> yeah, so listen, then yeah. listen, the this pictures is great advice. are you at your worst. This is great advice. You put up the pictures, uh-huh. and for the rest of your life, people go, you look great. Yeah, you lost a lot of weight. Because they look at your wedding picture, and they see that you're a little overweight. Three examples in less than 30 seconds of <laughs> you being horrible with advice. <laughs> Off the top of your horrible. head. Horrible. I yeah. mean, really, really strong advice is what yeah. I'm saying. That uh, voting for comedy. We're past that now, though, right? Yeah, of course. We're not going to do that anymore. All right. one 800 Let's try, uh, wow, let's try uh, Riley Huntington Beach, please. Line seven up first here on the Kevin Beach Show this segment. Hey, Riley. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, worst advice I've ever received. I obviously didn't take it, but uh, we're at a Christmas party. Me and my girlfriend at the time. All of our families at the Christmas party at Newport Beach at the Balboa um, boat per- per- parade. And uh, I'm kind of telling people, hey, I'm getting ready to propose to my wife. Um, I'm going to, uh, I want to marry her. So I tell my dad, and this is a man that's uh, had two divorces. It's just not uh, not all there on the relationship savvy stuff. But he goes, hey, son, uh, I'm, I'm happy for you. And I tell him what size ring I'm, I'm buying my wife because I'm super stoked and working hard to, to get her the ring. And uh, he goes, no, 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 son. You don't buy that two-carat ring for your wife. You take that ring back, you get her half a carat, and then after 10 years, when she makes it to 10 years, you give her a one-carat. And if you can get past 10 years, oh, wow. maybe bump it up to a carat and a half. When she wow. makes it 10 years. Well, I so love that he didn't go to, divorce, divorce way, twice? He didn't, he didn't go to two carats. No. He said go to one and a half no. at that point. No, so no, your dad's no, been divorced never twice? Do two carats. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why your dad mm. isn't working out with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I see he was just trying to save you some money, sure. but wow. it doesn't make the powerful impact that you're hoping right from the start. I, no. I get where your complaint is there. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. All right, let's go to uh, Leo Rosemead, please. Up next, line four on K-Rock. Yes, this is the great advice section, right? But it's Great so advice, yes. In mine was pretty bad. Yeah, my, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time, uh, we were having, uh, you know, having a good time in the bedroom until we didn't. Uh, she uh, told me to put Icy Hot um, down there, you know? She, no. Hated, no. she hated you, dude. Leo. She uh, hated you. Yeah, I was like, no, she was like, no, 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 no. I, my, my, my best friend tried it with her boyfriend, you know, and I'm like, well, wouldn't it, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, I, if, well, wouldn't I put it on my, on the penile area, if anything, if, the ball's a sensitive area, you know, and I, I don't know. She said, I swear, no. She said it, it feels great. Did it you do it? It was, it was awesome. Did you do it? And, and I was just like, I don't know. And it did took you about do it? to convince me, and I did it. Yeah. And um, I did it, and it was about uh, a couple minutes. I was like, uh, it's okay. I said, 10 minutes. Oh, I don't know. It's starting to hurt. Oh, two hours later, like for two hours, oh, oh. 
I don't need to hear that noise. It's like the reenactment. Did it go good or bad? Now I'm trying to figure out. That sounded like a good noise. Oh, it was good. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Okay. And they were like, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with, what's wrong with them? And like, she was laughing. I could hear her laughing. I'm like, uh, uh, oh, are you laughing? Are you like, She's the keeper. Like, no, 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 I swear. It's so cute. There was a joke. Still sounds like he's finishing every time. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm it sounds sure good. He had a good yeah. Time. yeah, it sounds like he's winning. Good or bad. That isn't okay. good for you. Huh. Is there anything you could dunk it in to relieve the pain or dunk it in? Like milk? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Allie, just milk. <laughs> All right. things burn. Like, you're supposed to drink milk. Now he leaves yeah. a, a glass of milk on his side table every night, just he in lo- case. He loved it, right? That's what it sounded like I'm to still me. Not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. Either. Every time he said it. And then a couple hours later, I was like, oh, oh. Right. Like, yeah. Every time he gave like a, a cool sound. David Covina, line one. I'm next on K Rock. David. Hey, David. Hey. Hey, guys. What's up? What happened to your junk? Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not the topic. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I, I took some advice from a friend's dad in high school in track, and he was telling me how to run. So he was like, move your arms like you're banging the drums and then throw your hands back. <laughs> and it was really confusing, So I but, I but his son's super fast, so I took it, and I was running the race, and I was, I was doing terrible, and I could hear my coach yelling, David, what are you doing? And so finally, <laughs> like, I'm like, F this, I'm going to run the way I normally run, and I did a little better. And then so I spoke to my friend after the race. I'm like, hey, I took some of your dad's advice. I, I really didn't understand it. And he goes, yeah, that's why I hate my dad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's got dark. He was running like he's going to see the aliens, man. Yeah, he went Naruto or whatever. <laughs> I <hate> my dad. <laughs> Would you run with Eric and Lyle Menendez? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jen Sturger and Cody Decker. My voice is getting worse, by the way, I'm sorry to say. I'm really choked you... up when you guys come in. Thank you so very much. Emotional. We missed you, too. I'm very sick. <laughs> Our swings and misses. They do a sports show from 10 to 1 on Radio.com. That's the same app you can stream the Kevin and Bean Show on. And you can also listen to the podcast as well. They join us Monday mornings to recap the weekend that was in sports. I mean, we have to start with Chargers going to Charger because uh, the the the, San, the former San Diego team has now lost more games this year than they lost all of last year, and they lost it in the most incredible way ever. How would you very creative? Yeah. How mm-hmm. would you explain the last three minutes of that Chargers game yesterday? Three guys? minutes. It could have come down to the last forty-five seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like. Overturn touchdown, two overturn touchdowns. So they score a touchdown, they think they win. Yep. Mm-hmm. Called Their up. social media team was even like, yes, we did it. <laughs> and then they were like, overturned. overturned. They're just quote tweeting themselves, overturned. Oh, straight mouth God. face. If, I mean, oh, if, you're, God. if you're a real Chargers fan, you should actually be really excited because technically in your head, you won that game three times. Uh-huh. You should feel good about that. Yeah, you should. Really Te- no, count. no, no. Technically, technically, it's a big old goose egg again. Yeah, it's I mean, an L. Agreed. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm loving this. This is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I, I, because you're a Raiders fan. I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah. And, and, if, and if football season, if football games were 15 minutes, the Raiders just beat the Packers yesterday. <laughs> and we're 4-2. Baby. Way of wow. Cody is so good at finding the bright side of yeah. his sports team. I yeah. feel like that's the only thing that's kept him in the game. Four and two, baby. <laughs> what is it like mentally for the Chargers to score two touchdowns in the last minute and still lose? I mean, it, as an athlete, you got to look at that. That's just got to be. It's got to break your back a little bit. How do you? How how's a coach? Are you going to keep that team together? You know, you, you think that has long-term consequences? I absolutely can. I mean, every, every game early in the season can always have long-term consequences. But a game like that, when your team is skidding the way they are, ugh, that might that might have killed them. They've turned the ball over five times now 
in go in goal situations. All right. Wow. That's pretty insane. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's very bad. Yeah, that's very bad. That's very bad. <laughs> it's not good. I love your technical analysis you, yeah. over there. <laughs> I'm a sports expert. What is the what's the issue with them? Why do you think this is happening? Same team as last year, right? For the most part. <sighs> I think they're just aging out. I think they it's come to the point where they need to make some better draft picks and make some more splashy picks possibly and uh you know I think they missed their window quite honestly. And now that the now that the uh, Chiefs are going to basically dominate that division for the next 5 years and yeah. the Raiders yeah. are actually up and coming, the Chargers need to kind of take a step back and rebuild. But they fooled me too. Like I honestly I was still in with the Chargers. I still thought they had a chance. I even picked them in my football picks this week. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, Tennessee, you know, they're going to be finding their rhythm with Tannehill. And then this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked them too, and I will never make we that don't mistake think again. Our producer, Ann, who's a char- diehard charger, I don't yeah. think she's showing up for work. Yeah, she probably I should wouldn't. stay home. That's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. She'll probably <laughs> come, show up, leave, show up, leave, and then just leave. Oh, yeah. Probably three times. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, though, the Rams feel like they may have, uh, and their fans may f- feel like they have saved their season this year after the skid that they have been on to finally win against a, you know, granted, not hard to beat team, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I mean, I, as much as I'd love to say the Rams are back, it was the Falcons. Uh, was the Falcons being bad? The Falcons are terrible this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, they are just really, really bad. Um, getting getting Jalen was a was a hell of a pickup. Yeah, but, that was a great pickup. But what they gave up for him, it, I, I honestly think the Jacksonville Jaguars are thieves. They literally took really. They basically yeah. pilfered the Rams' future. So if but this doesn't work, Rams had to do that in order to show their fans, like, look, we're committed to winning now. And he's like, yeah, we're serious. We're serious, but uh, we're so serious, we're going to risk our future for it. <laughs> they, uh, but uh, you know, you watch golf. Golf had a better game yesterday, but the you know you had uh, you had Gurley back, and Gurley is still not one hundred percent. But once he you doesn't see look one hundred percent yet, and it's just I don't know why they're risking playing him. And injuring him further, it's like we can we can find other ways to win. They could have restructured the offense by now. Yeah, they could have they could have run that game without Todd Gurley, give him an extra week and 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 won because it's it's the Falcons. It was mm-hmm. it's not a that was barely a win. So the Rams are not um, turning everything around yet. We'll see. I mean, it's too early to Maybe tell. Maybe started. But... It might have been. Yeah, they're it projecting been start upward at least. And okay. you know, getting and again, Jalen Ramsey is a defensive game changer. So and it's and amazing. he wasn't even at a hundred percent. He admitted that because he's been out for weeks now with air quotes, injuries, mm. and also paternity leave. So between those two things, like, I don't feel... He even said it. He's like, if I was playing at my best, he's like... You don't really want to hear that from an athlete. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he was like, you know, once I hit my stride, he goes, if I had gone out there and played, like, my hardest, he's like, you would have known it. It would have been ugly out there. That's I wish how, I could have used that. I was going to say, it's how we feel about this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll hit our stride. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be good. <laughs> Um, Dave uh, asked the question, by the way. Jalen had a $20 bill taped to his pads. Why? I have no idea. He had a $20 bill put, taped to his pads? That's what Dave says. Dave, do you know any more? I do not. I just noticed that when he was uh, unstrapping, it was there. And I was confused as why. Huh. Maybe huh. he had a bet with somebody. I don't know. Maybe that's how the Rams are paying him. Maybe. <laughs> like, he doesn't have... He doesn't, seems weird. Yeah, he didn't yeah. get an extension yet, Normally so. you get stickers on your helmet oh, when you yeah. do something good, you yeah. know. Um, you give you a nice $20. They're just going yeah. to keep strapping money to him. I okay. Mean, All eventually right. it'll weigh I don't need it. Um, you know? 
We need to mention, especially with you, uh, Cody, being an ex-pro ball player, that it is finally World Series time yes, starting tomorrow night. I'm so night. glad you guys noticed. <laughs> you, you have been saying all along that whoever wins in the National League is going to just run into the buzzsaw that is the Houston Astros, and you have a, an opportunity to be proven right here. Yes, I do. My pick before the World Series, my pick before playoffs was Nationals Astros, and if the Nationals didn't uh, make it, it wouldn't have mattered. Anyone that goes to the World Series just has the honor of getting swept by Houston. They're they are, that much better. They are the best baseball team I have ever watched wow. on a baseball yeah. wow. They are so good. They seem unbeatable. And the Yankees did swipe away two wins on them. So, I mean, the, the Nationals have an incredible starting staff. I think this is going to be a great pitcher-heavy series. The only problem is the Nationals right now are going to get, they're going to get to their bullpen. And once that happens, Houston's going to score 20. <laughs> but, but let's be clear. He was Cody was really feeling himself. Yeah, it was after this after this tweet he put out yeah. the other day oh, on yeah. social media. This Tell was, us your prediction. This was one minute before Altuve hit a home run, uh, the walk off home run, and this got me more death threats from Yankee fans <laughs> I ever. Got. By the way, Kevin, I know you always mock baseball, that this was the classic bottom of the ninth, two outs. Walk off home run to, to get go to, to the, the World, World Series. Series. It yeah. was awesome. And, it was awesome. Uh, so I said the only thing that would give me more joy than Asuna, Asuna giving up that game tying home run in the ninth would be Chapman giving up a walk off home run right now. Please happen. And how long after that did he hit it? Roughly a minute and thirty <laughs> seconds. Oh my and god! I went absolutely nuts. <laughs> it was the best. And I mean. What can I say? I am literally the best that there is in my field. Okay, oh, and I'm oh proving my God. it right now. Seriously, all I'm doing is proving it nonstop. The only these thing playoffs. Cody enjoys more than winning is being right. Yeah, this and I'm doing uh, both. How do you think the longest Relatable. the Yankees have been without going to a World Series in a hundred years? You guys, yeah. thank God. Yeah. I mean, they that's were a, literally amazing. and they won 103 yeah. games. So Honestly, it's not like they sucked. The Yankees losing is my World Series. Yes, it's yes. my <laughs> Super Bowl. It's my Christmas. It's my every. For me, and what a beautiful, beautiful night! Oh, it's so great. It's yeah. not, but it's not because I hate the Yankees. It's because I despise Yankee fans. So watching mm-hmm. that night, the meltdowns on social yeah. media is so just enjoyable. Was there's, joy. there's just no better feeling in the world than watching the pain of a Yankee fan. Why don't Yankee fans ever bring up twenty seven? I don't oh, know. my God, it's all they do. It's no me. matter what. They're like, oh, 27. Oh, we got 27. Yeah, 27 rings, bro. Like, you were on yeah, the team. What the, number were you wearing? Last That's time I checked, those were, like, to. in the 30s and the 40s. Yep. Those weren't recently, you guys. Sit down. How many um, oh, How many games, games, Cody? What's your prediction? Uh, I'm going to say five. Five. I, okay. I think, I think it'll be I'll the Astros in five. Uh, Fantastic. I think they'll snipe, snipe away one win, and I hope they do it at home. But that that's about that's it. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick, just so you know, Jalen Ramsey wears a $20 bill on his back, back plate. He's been doing it under his pad since college because he wears number 20 and he's money on the field. Oh. All right. Money on I'm, the field. Okay. I, I, I officially answer. hate Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> we are all dumber for knowing that. Someone's gone bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Radio.com slash sports, or you can just search the word swings on the Radio.com app. And, of course, the daily podcast is available wherever you find yours as well. Jen and Cody, thank you so much. We'll do it again next week. Appreciate it. Take care, Thanks guys. So much, guys. Thank you, guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's announce the worst kept secret of all time, shall we? Mm -hmm. No, that's not. That's it. There it is. Is it Halloween? Is it Halloween related? Nope, yes. (laughs) I I think Halloween related Uh, needs a Halloween theme. mm. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I can't do this song. This is we a have, bop. We have no, a mystery finger snapper too. Sing it if you, know, if you it. know it. Sing it if you know it, guys. No one knows it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. That's a good thing to get us into the announcement. Hang on. Here we go. All right, it is the uh, the most wonderful time of the year, Kevin. It is Halloween time. What do you have to tell us? <laughs> the K Rock <laughs> Halloween costume ball is happening this Saturday at the Fonda Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could win five thousand dollars. What? And a TCL TV if you win the costume contest. Whoa. Holy moly! And we have some entertainment that we think you might like, and that would be Blink One Eighty Two, who joined us in the studio right oh now. My- idea. Right? By this the way, is shocking. Uh, off mic after Halloween spooks, Skiba just went, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you like that song? It was actually, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Excellent. It's a, it's a bop, right? It's Skiba, not a come bop. On. I can't stand it. Uh, it's a bop. I love the hi-hat. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's your takeaway from that song. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you are playing the Fonda on uh, this Saturday, October the 26th for the K-Rock Halloween Costume Ball. That's awesome. It is awesome. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> how do you guys feel about, uh, I'm sure you've had uh, multiple Halloween shows uh, over the years. Is it, a, is it a fun night for you to play on Halloween? Have you? I don't know that we've... Play, I'm sure we have played on Halloween, but we must not have done anything rad because none of us remember anything cool <laughs> about it. Most of the time, I think we were home because uh, we normally tour during the summers and uh, during yeah. the, the spring and things like that. So I'm, mostly I remember being home. Travis, you ever play on a Halloween? I think close to Halloween, like the day before yeah. or yeah, stuff like that, but never uh, never on Halloween. Never like a costumed performance? Mm-mm. Not no. Uh-uh. All right. What about? Are we eligible to win the five thousand dollars? If I yes. really go all out, yeah. if you have a great costume. I don't see why you I wouldn't. Do. Be. Oh my god! I mean, can I, I, can I tell you what please. my costume is? Please. I'm gonna take two post-it notes. Okay. I'm gonna write "always tired," put them under my eyes, and I'm Post-it Malone. Yeah! <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my god. Wow. Give him the money now. Just give That's him the money now. Why do we have to go through a while. contest? You wow. really thought that through. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been waiting to bust that out forever. I was going to do it on Twitter, but then it just seemed like the right moment. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys ever taken advantage of Halloween being a day where celebrities can be anonymous and worn a costume to someplace where people didn't know who you were? No. Really? I want to get one of those super lifelike faces of my own face, but it's obviously a mask, and then walk around so people as somebody think trying to be myself. acting like Mark, yes. but they're not. I've I had like way too much think. coffee already today. I'm sorry. You are really jacked I'm up. I'm sweating right jacked. now. <laughs> he, he's been holding that Post It Malone joke for weeks. Finally got it out. The release of my Post It Malone joke, my oh. God. Down at Comic-Con, you know, you'll see like Mark, uh, you know, Mark Hamill or somebody will put on a costume and then that way they can walk around the floor and not have everybody bug them or something like that. I feel like this would be a perfect night for you guys to be able to do anything you want. I've actually done it. You have? Oh, you have. You, Travis has, yes. Mansion, we, uh, we dressed up like the bad guys from Karate Kid and we wreaked havoc. Was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I got away with so much. It has to be so fun to not be recognized. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I just don't get recognized. It's easy. All right. <laughs> 
So, um, so here's the deal. So, just announced the K Rock Halloween costume ball with Blink One Eighty Two is going to be this Saturday at the Fonda. This is a t- this is a great venue for how Blink-182. are we going to get people in then? Well, it's interesting you Ooh. should say that, Kevin. There are two ways. You can call uh, K Rock anytime you hear a song by Blink One Eighty Two, which, as you know, if you listen to this radio station, is about every fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And caller twenty wins a pair of passes to the costume ball, and there's an additional chance to win at krock.com. So, two different chances to win. So, we'll be giving away all week long here. Throughout the day on K Rock, so it's a pretty good deal. We play a lot of Blink. We so, do, yes, a lot of ways in. Every single time you hear a song from Blink, be color twenty, and you will get tickets. And then yes. you can see Mark's great costume. Mm-hmm. And, that's, mm-hmm. and that starts right now. So we could be playing a Blink One Eighty Two song at any time, including ten minutes from now when we will be playing a Blink One Eighty Two song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. and, but make it clear, it's a Blink One Eighty Two song. So not any time you hear Blink, because if they start talking, technically someone could win. Mm. Oh, right, what a song! Wow, yeah. wow. wow. technicalities. Yeah. So you guys are off the road now, right? You're done. Uh, yeah. Well, we just finished a, a very long tour, and then uh, we were Matt and I were over in Europe for the, the past week doing press there, and we just got back day before yesterday, and now we're here today. I was so, surprised to see the British TV still trying to figure out how to say your name. Yes. Oh, that's. They I did. thought that was ten years ago. Fifteen twenty years, years ago. ago. Yeah, twenty yeah. years ago. Uh, it's a very lazy question to have us fly all the way to the, the UK and ask us: Is it Blink One Eighty Two or Blink One Eight Two? Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, why, why are they asking that question now? Hasn't it been asked and answered about six billion times? It has, and I'm really glad we're taking the time today to go okay. over that <laughs> question. Good. Good we brought it up. Um, we have to know, you guys, and now that it's done, the truth can be told. How much of a nightmare was Little Wayne? Zero nightmare. Yeah, Come not on. not a nightmare at all. He was awesome. Really? Yeah. I, know, I know you guys are friends with him and stuff, but I mean, not knowing night to night whether he was going to show, wasn't that frustrating? No, not at all. His whole, was it like that? He was awesome. His band is amazing. His whole crew, everybody. It was so fun all summer long. Was it frustrating when he couldn't show up? No. No, well, it, I'm was just al- it was always excusable, too. Like, you know, like, he had, and he would hit, yeah, sometimes he would hit me and he'd be like, hey, I'm about to let everyone else know I can't make it to the show. This, this, and that's going on. Um, but it's usually to protect himself and his freedom, you know, or like if if you're in a state and the cops start like tailing you everywhere and you're going to get like pinched for smoking weed, it's it's just not worth it, you know? So there were some things oh, going on. There were, <laughs> so there were some things going on with Lil Wayne that we didn't, we were not privy to that made a lot more sense to you guys. Yeah, I mean, he was, he's so solid and he's such a professional. He killed it every night. Um, the one day where he walked off stage, he had said, I just felt like they didn't like me, so I walked off stage. Like, I didn't want to put them through it. I wanted you guys to be able to get on and, and do your thing. Oh, so everybody was the backstory putting that... up with him so that they could get to you? No, no, no. Is that no, what no, he no. thought? No, no what here's he what happened. Like. That's what he yeah, thought, yeah. 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 he was really, it was insane. All of his shows were insane. So. And on, the, on that particular day, it was crazy. I mean, the storm was coming in so crazy that it was an amphitheater, and the wind was blowing the rain sideways across all the seats through the whole thing. We didn't even know if the show was going to come on. Uh, They were considering canceling the show because of lightning, all this stuff. So people weren't even showing up until way after doors. And so when Wayne walked on stage, it was probably what? Quarter full, like people yeah, were still held, coming like, in. Four thousand people in the parking lot. Yeah, it was wow. it was a strange situation. And so I mean, even that him, day, yeah. like you know, he just walked off stage saying like this the show's not fun. I want to I want to you know not be on stage right now. But it uh, it wasn't ever an issue. 
Yeah, no, he was solid. He, he was super. Well, solid. I'm glad to hear that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Because you know, we were so excited when the thing was announced because it's uh, you know it's the way people listen to and like music these days is a wide variety, and we thought and we thought there'd be a lot of crossover between your fans, and that turned out to be the case most nights, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. And when he came out and performed with us, it yeah. was like yeah, and the press oh. the press was of about issues or whatever were a couple nights but you guys went out with them for a bunch of bunch of shows i mean we were uh, we left uh june like middle of june and came back end of september and yeah. i mean there were three issues on the whole tour and one of them was like he could not even get to the venue one was he uh left because the cops were after him and one was the one where he walked off stage because there was a storm and the- i'm not gonna lie i love that he left because the cops were after him that's awesome <laughs> yeah, that's great <laughs> Well, I have an oil painting of Little Wayne in my living room. I love the dude, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that news. I'll tell you that. And I'll tell you, every single fan sang every single word for all three bands. Neck Deep, Lil Wayne, Blink-182 was awesome the whole summer. That's the way the world is now, and I'm glad. Totally. That's yeah, good. Mm-hmm. That's a fun tour. All right, uh, our favorites, you guys, Blink-182. In, uh, I'm sorry, is it Blink-182? Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch, I swear to God. Our in-studio with us, the K-Rock Halloween Custard Ball has just been announced for this Saturday at the Fonda Theater. You can win them. Here's a hint. Anytime you hear us play a song by Blink-182, just be color 20. I wonder what we'll play next on hmm. K-Rock right after this. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. I really wish I hated you. Won't you say something? Won't you say something? I really wish I hated you. 106.7 K-Rock is K-R-O-Q. That is Blink-182. They are in the studio with us. Hey, guys. And I don't know if you noticed, they played the song, which now means that the calls can come in right. to win right. the tickets to the thing with right. the contest. That's right. We can say what the thing is. It's the K-Rock Halloween costume ball. That's the one. Yes, yep. this Saturday night. And Alfonso is caller 20. Good morning, Alfonso. Hey, what's going on, party people? You're the only. Per- you're the only person with tickets. At this point. No way. Enjoy yep. your private show. <laughs> no way. Yes, no. so awesome, guys. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, we're happy to have you Saturday night at the Fonda. Anything you want to say to the boys since you're on the phone with Blink-182? Hey, guys. I've been a very, very long-time fan. I'm so excited to see you guys here for the very, very first time uh, from one reason or another, babies and all. Awesome. Uh, I'm very, very excited to see you guys on Saturday. Thank you. What's going to be your costume? Uh, you know what? Um, I'm actually dressing up as Chewbacca. I just had a newborn, and he's going to be R2-D2. So, uh, <laughs> nice. That's great. Let's hear your Chewbacca. I'm sorry? Let's hear your Chewbacca impression. Uh, uh, I can't do Perfect. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like I'm in, it's like I'm in the movie. I think that was the Icy Hawk I heard <laughs> <Yeah>. earlier. <laughs> All right, Alfonso. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on Saturday, my friend. By the way, is anyone else concerned that he's going to put his newborn into a tin can and make his kid be <laughs> R2-D2? I respect it. At our Halloween costume ball? A little bit nervous about that. Oh, I that. didn't think he was going to bring the kid to the ball. I didn't take it as that That's either. what he said. No, no, that's just his costume That's his for costume Halloween. for Halloween. Okay. Yeah, because he, yeah. he didn't get two tickets, did he? He's coming alone. No, he got two. He got oh, two okay. tickets. Bring the kid, man. Bring the kid. Bring the kid and the tin can. I wouldn't bring that. Is a new? Oh, does a newborn baby count as a plus one? It's. Shoes. I think so. It's, it's a not human because you can fly no. with a newborn baby and it doesn't. You oh, don't have to buy a ticket. True. That's true. Yeah. 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 We haven't thought emotional through support the, baby. We haven't thought through the whole baby issue. An emotional this support is really, baby. This is truly uh, a loophole because you're going to look out in the audience and see 500 people with babies in their arms <laughs> just rocking out. <laughs> Is it weird to think, you guys, that he, Alfonso, who apparently is a big fan of yours, has never seen you before? You play every night when you go out there to somebody who's its first, their first ever Blink-182 concert. That does have to be weird. 
Yeah, Even in Southern California. I think that's awesome. That's like new fans or, you know, people that haven't seen us before. Or they've yeah. been fans for a long time, yeah. but he said, oh, babies and everything else. There's just no way he could. He needs to stop having babies. I, I feel like enough. it was that humble brag. Oh, He's like, was. I've been busy having so many kids because my sperm works. <laughs> Look how much sex I'm that's having. That's how I heard it. Yeah. Enough, Humble Alfonso. brag. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, we just played that song, uh, I Really Wish I Hated You, from uh, the new Blink-182 album called The Nine. Allie's already uh, bitching about there uh, not being another record by now. Yeah. Because this one's been out of um, how has it been received uh, around the world, guys? Really good. The reception's been awesome. Mm-hmm. We honestly couldn't have asked for better. All the um, the general consensus is that, wow, this is really different and really cool, which is right? what we were trying to go for, so we feel vindicated. It did not have the title that we expect from Blink-182 albums. <laughs> and I know that you must spend a lot of time thinking about your titles. How did you end up on Nine? We were throwing out really raunchy, yeah, super gnarly uh, titles, and then like, like one you had to read like, backwards, um, right? Yeah, Bajmir. Yeah, my, yeah. my favorite. Bajmir was my favorite. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> I don't think Mark wasn't feeling it. I don't know. I wasn't looking um, back on that as an older man. I don't think that I. I don't think I would have aged as well. That's right. that phase of my life. <laughs> Nine, nine was cool That's though. Sad. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yes. we were actually on the phone. We were talking, and we kept going back and forth with all these like. Kind of fun, silly names. And then I think I called Mark on a whim and I was like, what do you think about naming it like a number, like whatever number album this is? And then he's like, no, that's a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just, we had a little uh, internal debate like, well, is this really our eighth record or our ninth record? Because you, didn't you count know. the Buddha album, which is, was a, technically a demo, but then came right. out, or the live album, or the greatest hits, or blah, blah. But we just right. like the number nine. You could have just called it eight, nine, or ten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We, we're not sure. No, it's we're, we're going. This is our ninth, ninth. studio okay. album. Okay. All right. Fix Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fixed now for sure. Yes. <laughs> Trust me. How many times do you guys read stuff or hear stuff that's on Wikipedia or someplace else that's just absurd? Or wrong. Yeah, uh, that. not that often because I don't really Wikipedia myself no, people don't too bring it often. Up. No. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't looked at that. I'm sure it has some false things. Anything on there, that I, I can know. change, I wouldn't trust. Yeah. That's right. all I what, know. What, if I can what, change it. What like teenage TV show were you on, Mark? Like a like a like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, it was on one called Haunted. It was with <laughs> uh, yeah, it was one with Matthew Fox where he was a de- ex detective who could see ghosts and now he was like a private detective who could see supernatural is that the one that you, you did the remake for the no. song no 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 no, 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 no. he was no, just like an actor i was an like, actor on you it played one no, of the ghosts were. i played a ghost no. look it up it's called it's, haunted it is the worst acting you've ever seen in your life literally the day that i was shooting my things they had to redo it so many times retake 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 that the camera focus assistant was like oh my god <laughs> like mark is a great guy and an incredible incredible musician but i can say to his face not good at acting not good at acting this is not a good acting debut <laughs> no no not well, for it you. was your fault that they had to keep starting in yeah and it was a gnarly scene where Matthew like, intense, Fox, yeah. like wakes up and he's he's all just he like he wakes up from a car crash and my wife is, like breaks down crying talking to him and he's like you have to get your daughter out of here all this stuff and i come in and i'm like people drive too damn fast on that road and i just blow the line time <laughs> After, and she and they would go cut, and she would have to totally like, you know, recompose herself, go back in, do the scene, break down crying, and I walk in, blow my line, cut. Mark, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mark, what are you doing? Mark, it must have been really bad because the video has been made private and unavailable oh on my YouTube. Yeah. Good oh. lord! Oh, you all my dreams have come true. So upsetting. And you're like translucent. You're like, yeah, you're like oh my god. Boom. 
And the, the, the awful thing was, <laughs> was that the first day, I, I did great on my scene. I get an argument with my wife and, and this whole thing, and people were like, oh, my God, have you been taking acting lessons? And I'm like, no, I just, you know, put myself in the place of what I think this would feel like. <laughs> and I go back the next day and just suck, suck, <laughs> suck. <laughs> it was terrible. No roles after that, really. No, uh-uh. How old are you at this point? I mean, I'm... 31, probably. Oh yeah, I'm a grown man. I'm way too mature <laughs> to suck this bad. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> Should have been better. You need sure. to pick projects better, that's all. Yeah. Worth watching. if you could Travis, we were talking off the air about your uh, drum kit setup on this past tour. Yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was... Uh... Was... It's just drums aren't challenging enough for you, I think. So now it's just like... Now right, you gotta let's, play upside down. Let's spin them around. No, I mean they are. You know, even 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 our shows where I don't do the drum solo, I try to think of something. Like lately, I've been blindfolding. Like he blindfolds me, put a towel over my head, and takes one of my drumsticks, so, something just to keep it interesting. You know, but um, and then we go out and play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just Mark's king. Put the bag over his head. The gag was cool though. It was fun. <laughs> wow. The gag was awesome. I mean the. You don't understand the mechanic. This thing is built. It's this giant 5,000-pound mechanical device that spins and rotates. And, I mean, our crew works so hard to put that thing up every day. We I had to make sure the stage could. Oh, yeah. I would just puke. You know, did you ever I get think sick? it's one of those things where you're doing, I'm actually playing, but uh-huh. if I was just sitting in there not playing, yeah, you would start to notice, oh, I'm going upside down. Oh, I feel I'm about, I'm about to fall out. But if you're, whatever, if you're you know? concentrating on the drums, you don't notice any of that. Yeah, I just laser focus, close my eyes, and go crazy. You Close know? your eyes and go crazy. That's insane. Amazing. Yeah, during the shows now, I literally will like take a towel, drape it over his head so he can't see anything, and then at the end of the song, I'll take one of his drumsticks while he's actually in the middle of a solo. <laughs> and it doesn't. No it doesn't. One would know it the doesn't matter. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Um, I'm gonna jump good. onto his drum kit. Kurt Cobain style one of these days. Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, do it Saturday, Saturday night. night. There you go. Yeah, because our tour's start. done, so I can be in the hospital for a month and it won't matter. <laughs> I mean, hopefully this it's not a hospital perfect. situation. Hopefully that's not the uh, end. It's the K-Rock Halloween Costume Ball. It's this Saturday at the Fonda Theater. You, every time you hear a Blink-182 song on K-Rock throughout the day, be caller 20 and you'll win tickets. It's like Plug. when we play the song, like when it's an yes. entirely, not just like a snippet. Not in a that's promo right. yeah, or right, something right, right. like that. When you Plus, uh, everyone there will be able to take part in the uh, costume contest for a chance to win $5,000 and a brand new TCL TV. Mark Coppice says, bring your newborns to the show. Yeah. You'll have a great time. <laughs> They're free. You don't need a ticket for them, right? <laughs> Much like an airline, just bring them in. They'll let yeah. you go. And um, I, I just learned something about emotional support babies. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So this is been very educational. Well, we uh, we have been uh, champing at the bit to be able to make this announcement, so we're so excited that you guys are here today and we can finally make the announcement with you guys that you are going to be doing the Halloween Costume Ball this Saturday night. We will see you there. We love you guys so much. Thank you for coming in. Thank, Thank you for here. having us. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Except for, for that Halloween song. The Kevin <laughs> Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Ali is here with our final look at what's happening on a Monday morning. Whew. If this story is true... Woo. So what are your what you're saying if I could recap? Woo. Woo. A new Hollywood Reporter story claims that Jared Leto was so upset by Todd Phillips' new film Joker that he allegedly attempted to have his people kill the project. According to sources familiar with Jared Leto's behavior when the Oscar-winning actor learned about the Phillips project, he not only complained bitterly to his agents at CAA, who also represent Todd Phillips, but he asked his then-music manager, Irving Azoff, to call the head of Warner's parent company and just have Warner Brothers kill it. 
Wow. Let's say, wait, hold on a second. If I can't be the Joker, nobody can be the Joker? Uh, I think, didn't he sign a deal where it's like he's, he gets two more or something like that? Yeah, he thought that maybe they weren't fighting hard enough for his own Joker project. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Did people not love his Joker in Suicide no, Squad? No, but he did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't as, well received. as loved as maybe people would have hoped. So that that's a story. It's <laughs> making, <laughs> making the rounds right now. He doesn't sound chill. Not in that story, no. Not so much. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Uh, guys, 1984. Shaka Khan has a career revitalized smash hit Chaka with... Khan. Thank you, Shaka Khan. Um, with the song, I Feel For You. Track had already been covered on records by the Pointer Sisters, Reby Jackson, and Prince's self-titled second album. But her version is the one that became a classic. However, before any of those versions existed, it was only an unreleased acoustic demo by Prince himself, who was just 20 years old at the time. So this was a song came out in the winter of 1978, and on Friday morning, Prince's estate dropped the demo is a surprise release and it is awesome you want to hear prince's take the acoustic feel for i feel for you sounds good he was very different Mm -hmm. in his early years yeah Hmm. he really matured into what we knew him yeah yeah I mean, he was always able to play yeah. a bunch of instruments. It's that's true. A, that's Very just a, That's a cover of um, of Queen um, with a hand farter. That is, that is not. Okay. Oh, that's the wrong Thank one. you, My Jensen. Bad. Go ahead. It builds. Um, it builds. Yeah. Sounds like him. No. That, that doesn't sound like him at all, really. No, I think it does sound like him. Mm-hmm. Here, it is a big drop. Oh, you know what? That's just the that old was, Magic Mountain Yeah, guy. that was the Magic Mountain I believe I actually oh, was in charge. Oh, great. You wanted the demo of Prince doing yes, I Feel exactly. For You. Oh, that was a song you. made famous by Shaka Khan. I yeah, have it. Yeah, thank you. Hey now, you're an all-star. <laughs> get your game on. No, that's, so that's not. Hey now, you're a rock star. That's not. Get the nope. show on. Get paid. That's not it? That I is uh, Jensen singing that, and then we pitched his voice up. So, no, incorrect. You wanted the... Which, which I want the um, I feel for you um, unreleased song, but they released it on Friday. It's a, a surprise release. Prince, he's twenty. It's acoustic. Okay, it's amazing. I have it. Yeah. Is that it? That is a beer mug singing. Oh. Incorrect words to the Lion King. <laughs> so that that is not it as well. Okay. All right, uh, I have it. All right, go ahead. Thank God. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and boom, boom, boom. Just short, take your room. Short song. Wow. Uh, that's you just having an English accent doing. All right, shake let's hear the room. let's hear the real one. with the microphones there. Only one for the guitar. I mean... Can't mic him? 
It was I mean, 1978. It was a demo. It's and a demo, yeah. We can't ask him now, Kevin. Are you happy? You wow, drove Kevin, him to death. Kevin is Kevin. glad Prince is dead. I mean, I'm not. That's what I'm picking up. I'm terrible. <laughs> Jeez. Just enjoy that we have a Prince demo of I Feel For You. All right. <gasps> Right? I will tell you that I am excited that um, we have heard that there are, you know, hundreds, maybe more. Oh, faults. Um, unrecorded, uh, unreleased music in mm-hmm. Prince's vaults. And I feel like he is one of those artists that a lot of that stuff is going to be worth hearing. Yeah. I really do. I feel like there's some gems in there. A I lot, mean, a lot not worth hearing. Right? Yeah, that's but the thing. A lot so. of experimental jazz that goes yeah. on for 25 minutes yeah. that I don't want to hear. That's but. the thing is that he did release a lot of albums and there was a lot of like, uh, not what great. What you would call filler. Not right? great. Yes, yeah. filler. Yeah. Uh, there's always that rumor, although now that rumor has not aged well, but that he has a full album with Michael Jackson in his vault. That wow. him and Michael did a song, like a whole record together, hmm. which now doesn't really live on. But good to think about. Interesting. Yeah. This is it. Canceled. This is really it. <laughs> why do I? Why? Why do I do that? I'm not sure. Guys, Coldplay seemingly teasing a new album in a letter that fans have been receiving in the mail. Guys, Coldplay is just mailing out letters. The mail still works. You know what I would do? I would I would assume that Chris Martin is writing these letters, right? Sure. And then he licks the envelope. I'm getting one of those steam openers, and I'm going to open it up, and then I'm going to take um, Chris Martin's DNA, and I'll clone him. I can't find anything wrong with that plan. Yeah, that doesn't... We good? You don't deserve a restraining order or anything. Okay, cool. No problem. Just Sounds saying. solid. Just saying. Who wants a Chris Martin selling them cheap? What do you think? Like when they talk about experimental music, mm-hmm. like is it going to be EDM or like Dave Matthews style? Or like what's thing. experimental to them? A, a letter question. sent to fans around the globe mm-hmm. reveals that the band will release a double album on November twenty second, split into two halves: Sunrise and Sunset. This has, of course, sparked speculation that the rumored experimental album is the one on the way. Wow, that's unbelievable. All right. Well, we'll see what it is. I'm in. Anytime you can get new Coldplay, I'm happy about it. Oh, new Coldplay. I have a clip. Oh. Yeah, you want to hear it? Uh, already? <laughs> yeah, yeah. From yeah. the November 22nd release? From the, the from the mail. From the mail. You got it in the mail. Yeah, it's, here it is. Thinking about the Rams. That is crazy. Right? You know what? I, they sent me a different song. Oh, you have something else? Yeah, they sent me... Wait, you have something from this album, yeah, November 22nd? They must be sending fans different ones. Oh, that is so cool. Because this is the one I got. Yeah. How many shrimps do you have to eat before you make your skin turn pink? This is a good eat part, but wait till it drops. Oh, the drop. Yeah, it's experimental. Oh, it's experimental. Here it is. Hold on. Yeah. I found a clip on uh, Coldplay.com. Whoa, so easy is, to find. Yes, but it was a uh, it was a, a, a it was a link. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a. Okay. <laughs> It was a lick. Oh, rest in peace. You had to solve a math problem. Okay. And then you had to call a guy. Anyway, here's what my Coldplay song sounds like. (laughs) I mean, I'm excited about that. He's a great songwriter. Coldplay with the new direction is is good. Good songwriter. You want the new Coldplay? Yes. Oh, I have a clip. Oh. Come on. Cheers. Oh, my God. Cheers. Cheers. Let's get some shifts. Let's get some shifts. These shoes rule. These shoes suck. It's killing me that these shoes rule. Recently, one of our friends these told me, suck. you know, my brother is the guy who made the shoes song. 
Oh, really? And it was like a friend of mine. And for some reason, I forgot who it is. And I feel like if someone was like, oh, I could get you to meet Obama. And I was like, who was it that told me that? Like, I could meet the shoes dude. We could bring in the shoes dude. Do we? Why don't need you that? Google it? I know. And find out his who, real name. Yeah. That's a good idea. Do See, we, that's why you get the big bucks. Do we need that? Um, Liam Kyle Sullivan. That didn't help anyone. Well, who's his brother? It's supposed to help you. Someone with the last name Sullivan? I don't know. We're not the ones that had a friend tell us his name. I know. Okay. I'll figure it out. Right. I'm on it. He's 46-year-old from Boston. Hmm. Yeah, it um, doesn't really matter. Are we over that I have this song? No, no. go ahead. If you have the song. Go ahead. Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me. I hate the sharpest tool in the shade. A lot of harmonies. A lot of harmonies. That was it. I nice. have that one in the chopper. Okay, I'm just looking up Liam, Kyle Sullivan's brother. I know, it's going to come. Let's really get to the bottom target. of this. Stay on target. He has a twin brother named Chris. Oh, he's an athlete who has joined the abstinence program. What is happening? What's happening is you're reading from the internet <laughs> on a radio station. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, and that oh, no. would kill and that, and that's how he died. Do you have a cough button up there? Are you? I'm dying here, you guys. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Bunch of hey. birthdays. Who cares? That's what's happening. Hey, before you wrap it up, though, um, we, uh, we had a comeback what? on the Halloween song. At Kevin and Bean, we asked you to cast your vote to play what song we were going to play in the 9 o'clock hour. Oh. And we're going to have to play it after the break. Because oh, no. now we're at a oh. show. But um, Ghost Town, you guys, came <gasps> back. Excellent. Oh, right. Ghost Town by the Specials came back after On you guys. Street. After you guys were mocking Nightmare it's, on My Street. So D, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince did not win. Fantastic. Is what I'm telling you. So Specials Ghost Town is the Halloween song you picked. We will be playing it for you next. On your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness. And the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, Trevor Noah. Let's yes. to the Daily Show. Oh, he's cable guy. Yeah, looks a lot like him. Um, we have some tickets for a basketball game mm-hmm. in a suite between the two local teams for right. you to win. And we have Kevin and Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day. We've got your tickets tomorrow morning as well. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, KROQ. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.